Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I'm ready for it. You ready? We want Action you will get as you're tuned to the Cricket Show. Your host, Leon Francis, followed by a number of panelists. invite you to be with us for the next three, four hours. Our special guest this evening is Yata Lawrence Yata Rose. We will be And with that said, we get into the meat of things by giving the show its question. I will just say hello to Mr. Emmy Simpson early with me and soon to be joined by the other panelists. I see Merchant is on as well over there in New York as well and therefore we just going to say hello to Mr. Heath. Good evening to you, sir, and how are you? Good evening, Leon. I am doing very well, thank you very much. Enjoying the warm and excellent sunshine we have here in the uh, golden state of uh, California. <laughs> that sounds golden, golden, golden report as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. Good to hear your voice and hope all is well with you, but... Before we usually commence, what we do here is to give God's presence or bring him into the picture. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to present yet another show. We thank you for all the years that you have allowed us to provide this show and ask that you bless it and let it go on without any interruptions, whatever. We pray also that you will keep your hands and eyes on our dear sisters and brothers who are struggling Namely, my dear wife, Eunice Francis, Dr. Leroy, Lashley, Connie Whitley, Elimat, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis, Nisbet, El Comida, Willett, Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ralston Otto, Joseph Contrap, Willis Daniels, Fillmore Hallpike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens. All those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we want you to touch their bodies, Lord. Heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their heads. And trust that you just continue to improve them in some way or the other so that they can continue to do work, the work that you have put them here to do. We're grateful, Lord, also for the ones who help us financially to make it possible that we hear this show for the past 10 years. And we trust that you may just open their hearts, that they may just continue to contribute to this show that is bringing the cricket news around the world. We're grateful for all the participants who have come on in the past and those who are going to be coming in the future. And we're grateful for the ones who support us without um, any compensation. And for all the panelists, we are grateful for them all. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Well, without without no Jew, let me just go out go on with the brief the brief um, outline. You know, there are not much 
uh, cricket that you played, Mr. Heath. But I'll just start with India versus England. And the test match went down to the wire. India winning there by some seven runs. Scores India 329. And three, 329 when the innings were closed in the 48th or 49th over. England 322 for nine. India winning there by some seven runs. As a result of which they won the ODI series by three, two matches to one. Of course, India have also won the IT20 and the Test Series as well. We've gone through that before, but we'll know just to mention it in passing. West Indies, of course, the Jew there, the first Test match in a very, um, very well balanced and well even Test match. Sri Lanka 169, 476, West Indies 271 and 236 for four. The second test match kicks off tomorrow at the same venue starting at 10 o'clock. We hope West Indies will do uh, much, much better to bring home a win. And the Sri Lankan fans, I'm sure they are hoping that their, their team will play well to get a six um, historic victory over in the West Indies. Afghanistan versus Zimbabwe, the test series were drawn, one match each. And in the T20, it was a three-match to, to nil win for Afghanistan. And that means that we have been whitewashed. Bangladesh, they were touring New Zealand in the first ODI. They were swept three matches to, to, to zero. And uh, the first T20 saw New Zealand winning there by... A big margin. I'll give you the score later on. I just want to fill you in with the some sad news because the iconic India superstar Sachin Tendulkar, he has been tested positive for the COVID-19. And I'm sure hopefully that we pray that he too may just overcome this pandemic. I want to just fill you in with some upcoming news about tours. In fact, of course, you know, England are in India. They will. They just finished their tour today with a loss. And also Sri Lanka, they have will be playing until April the, the 2nd, March the 3rd to April 2nd, when the second test match will be expected to finish. Bangladesh are touring New Zealand. And they will tour from March the 20th to April the 1st. Pakistan are due to tour tour South Africa from April the 2nd to April the 16th. Bangladesh, they too will be touring Sri Lanka. And those matches will commence April the 5th to May the 3rd. And in June, New Zealand will be touring England starting June the 2nd and will end on the 14th, while Ireland will tour the Netherlands June 4th to the June 9th. Sri Lanka are going to be touring England from June the 6th to 18th to July the 4th. And then we come to the big one, the ICC World Cup Test Championship, the World Test Championship, not World Cup, World Test Champions Finals. And that will take place June 18th to the 22nd. I'm sure Mr. 
Mr. Heat will be going over in his MCC coach, <laughs> hopefully. Pakistan are touring England July 8 to July 20. South Africa will be touring Ireland July 11 to July the 25th. And India are going to be touring England from August the 4th to September the 14th. Babwe uh, to tour Ireland August the 6th, August the 20th. And then in October, England will be touring Pakistan from from October 14 to the October 15. England in Pakistan, October 14 to 15. And then the big one that I want to mention, January, come January 2022, England will be touring the West Indies from January 28, it is, to March 28. And we have up for a treat because they're going to play some five test, no, ODIs and a couple of test matches. We're looking forward to those great, great, great matches. And uh, that's about all I have, Mr. Heat. I just want to draw the fans' attention to the great um, the postponement of the West Indies General Annual General Meeting, which was scheduled to be held today, but it was aborted because without tea, there, there was no quorum. The team from Barbados and from Guyana was a no-show, but there was an emergency board meeting of the other members, and the the, the matter was suspended or referred until April the 11th, 10 a.m. So again, the West Indies annual general meeting, or the which will be electing the president and vice president, the board was postponed until. July and April the 11th because of lack of quorum. In order to have a meeting, there should be nine board members present. present. There were only eight. All right, so two, two of the 12 were missing. So that's it, Mr. Heat. Uh, your, your, your take on anything that you have spoken about? Well, come on. We we seem to, yeah, yes, Leon. We seem to have quite uh, a lot of interesting items on the menu today. Um, but the first thing that strikes me here is uh, you, you mentioned the upcoming tours. It's interesting to see that New Zealand will be in England in May, Sri Lanka mm-hmm. will be in England in June, Pakistan yes. will be in England in July, yes. India will be in England in August. And if we think about it, England played West Indies during late last year. Now England was out in India. So yes. England has been playing cricket since around uh, about this time last year and continue right through till they reach the West Indies next year. However, yes. the, West Indi- the, the West Indies have this series against Sri Lanka. I mean, they've just come back from Bangladesh. But what's interesting now is that West Indies will have no cricket schedule as far as we can tell after the uh, April when Sri Lanka tour ends until 
they meet England in 2022. That's a nine-month gap of not playing cricket. That's what it appears so far. So can we imagine what's likely to happen with England having cricket continuously for a year? So I'm hoping that somehow, somewhere, there may be plans afoot that we're not yet aware of to make sure that the West Indies do get to have some actions between April and December of uh, the, the coming year. You know, we, okay. The, the, the new okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because I've also omitted a couple of events which I, I spoke about in previous presentation because the England, they will be having the T20 Blast and that consists of some 133 T20 matches which starts from the June the 9th until September the 18th. Imagine 133 T20 matches. That is going to be played during that period. And also, let, let's not forget that the India Premier League is also due to start come April the 9th. And they will be playing some 60 T20 matches from April the 9th until May the 30th. And not... Not even to forget that Pakistan Super League is yet to recommence. So a lot of cricket is being played and a lot of West Indian folks are going to be involved. And perhaps West Indies may see the need to let their players go and make some money uh, when one's playing some cricket. So, okay. Well, yes. Well, so, I, I wasn't really criticizing them, uh, Leon. I no, was no. just observing... Yes, very good observation, yeah. and that brings me to the point that I had, had omitted these two items, which which I had been ca calling for the past two weeks, but I did not include them in my my outline today. But it's a good observation. So, do you think England will get better? <laughs> get oh, better on, undoubted, undoubtedly, England will be a force to be reckoned with during this coming series because they've been playing so much cricket over the past year and they'll continue there. So these guys will not be um, out of practice or out of shape. The one unfortunate thing, though, is that they run the risk of uh, early injuries and uh, the possibility that uh, star players may not be available. I, I note that Geoffrey uh, uh, Archer, as supposedly, sure, uh, well, mm -hmm. they said he has a hand injury, which will require some type of surgery. So quite yes. likely, I'm not sure what the prognosis is in terms of his being able to uh, come back quickly enough. But I know that uh, he's likely to be out for at least a part of the, uh, the, the upcoming matches. So who else may go down? Not that I'm you know, wishing that to happen, but that's the point. When you play so much cricket, you run the risk of, you know, getting injured somewhere along the line. Back to you. Yes, what, what, what I understand that he's due to have some shoulder injury, and this may also prevent him from opening in the IPL too, because he has a great contract over there with his team. I don't know which one right now, but I know he had a contract, and that will prevent him. But England England are nursing him because, you know, they... But, but Leon, don't, you think, don't you think it's curious that with all the cricket that England has, in, you know, on the register right now, that they would release 
a star player like Jeffrey Joffre Archer to be to go and play in the IPL. I'm not suggesting that they're doing uh, anything sort of underhanded, but England has a lot of cricket to play. Yet they would allow one of their star players to uh, take some time out uh, to go and play elsewhere. I just find that kind of curious, Leon. But you know, his participation would be limited because when once England are playing and they need him, by rights, he has to be released and go back to England at least a week before in order to prepare for the upcoming series or the upcoming match. So, and that is done with strokes as well and Bearstow and you, you name it, you know. These are, these are players that will go and get a piece of the, the ante and come right back home. But some of our West Indian players are not that. They wanted to, most of the time, want to play most of the match so they can get more money in their kitty. So, Fully and, understand and grasp, mm-hmm. you know. I, I just and West Indies, have, that... mm-hmm. West Indies have, yeah. have made an, an, a window open so that, that our players... They they, they 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 seldom schedule any matches. I don't know if the if the the domestic tour tournament will will will, will commence during this period. So West Indies might be playing domestic cricket. The local, I think the two day matches, the four day matches, will be played. So I don't know if that is be the case, but <clears throat> hopefully we will not be stale. We will have some work to do. And then, if I'm not, in my uh, my mind serves me right, it might be a tour over in Canada too. Canada used to have their tour around the time too. So there's cricket to be played, and of course, over here in the U.S. Open and the works, cricket are going to be played. But West Indies will find uh, um, work to do because I'm sure they want to be prepared for the World Cup. In, in three months' time, but, the end of this month, end of this year or so, the World Cup, the T20, and they're the defending champs. So, talk to us. You know, the, the, inter- the interesting thing here, uh, Leon, is that uh, with the uh, amount of limited overs cricket, the players who are contracted for the Test Series they are the ones that are causing me concern because they seemingly will not be appearing in any um, or in many, if any, of these uh, matches. So their um, physical fitness and their uh, keeping their eyes in and the ability to go out there and uh, you know make something happen will be limited by lack of match practice. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm concerned about the test playing group of players as opposed to the T20 and the one-day matches. And th- th- this is really where I'm uh, having some uh, great concerns. Right? Yes, indeed. And that I hope that there is something scheduled for them. and don't, don't have them there. They're just getting stale or getting rusty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure everything is going to be prepared for them. But, you know, they're contracted, so they duty bound to be be kept for, for them to keep themselves fit so that if they're called. And I see Alzari Joseph and um, Roach have gotten, gotten contracts. Alzari Joseph is going on to Worcestershire.
Well, um, Roach, I'm not too sure which county he's going to, but he, he now so contract. So you got two players that are needed of some practice and some, of course, improvement in their in their bowling technique. You know, yes. they may benefit from being involved in the counties. Um, one player I'd love to, if I had the money and the wherewithal, I would invest some money and send Gabriel to do some training because I'm not I'm not convinced that he is he's getting enough out of his his speed. He's he's potentially a good good player that can get more wickets, and obviously he is not being able to do that. And he looks so labored. Give me a moment. And so he looks so labored when he comes up to the wicket. He's laboring. And after a couple of over, maybe because he was being quarantined and, and the work, that he was not getting enough exercise. But you have to find a way to do what you have to do to keep yourself fit. You can run indoors, can't you? COVID does not prevent you from exercising in your room. Run. Uh, and and do the works and lift weights inside, does it? But l- l- let me hear from you. You may have a different viewpoint. Well, my 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 point here, Leon, is that you're suggesting that he's got the potential. He's a quick bowler. But if we look back over the history of the West Indies, how many quick bowlers we have? Why is it that he's not being uh, mentored by one of our players. And, and perhaps I should rephrase that. It's not why. It's quite likely that it may well be. But he certainly have plenty of mentors available who could take him on their wings and uh, try to straighten out the uh, shortcomings that uh, you're alluding to. But certainly in terms of getting fit, there's plenty of treadmill machines and so on. And there's nothing wrong with you know, a stretch around the block now and again, that is allowed, I believe. So in terms of fitness, you should be able to uh, get fit. Back to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm sure that's available to him and those equipment are available to him on the local association in Trinidad might have had an abundance of that. It would be to his advantage or to his, you know, own self-interest for him to go in and do a regular, you know, get himself ready. Get yourself ready. You never know. You know, as a quick bowler, you need you need to be fit like a fiddler. You need to be sharp. And with his pace, you know, and he is running in from an end and is fit. You know, it's no better sight in cricket when you see a fast bowler flies in, bounce it, Pitching a yorker up, or even being hit to the ball, you you like it, although it's it's not pleasing to the bowler, but you like it. The spectator will be excited and uh, running around the boundary and taking the catches. You know, Cottrell is one, for instance. To me, I was surprised when I hear he wasn't fit because I saw him in England and took some magnificent boundary catches, and I that that's a sign that a player is putting in the work. And he's running and jumping, and he's a pace man as well. But what can we say? We we need to. Uh, players have got to invest in themselves too. If the board doesn't provide it, if the clubs don't do it, if the country don't do it, 
have some interest because this day and age, you are due to get big sums of money for your playing cricket. And it's not just a pastime. It's a career. But it's you know, a job. Mm-hmm. You know what's, in, what's interesting here, Liam, is the fact that, uh, as you know, previously I've been quite concerned that not enough West Indian players are getting the opportunity to play in England. But now I can see that uh, with Alzari Joseph, Roach, and others who have made themselves in, and improved their, you know, their performances, they are now getting the opportunities to actually get signed to uh, not only English county teams and other things, but the IPL and the Pakistan League and all these other one day and T20 matches. So I'm I'm beginning to see a greater opportunities being available to the West Indians. They just need to make themselves available, get fit, get discipline, and, you know, put themselves out there, get noticed by their performances. And uh, it's good that you see Roach and Alzari um, by their ability being offered the opportunity to shine abroad. Yeah, that is significant and it's important. It's very important that these guys take take these opportunities that they're getting and use it. Because, you know, as I said, he's potentially a great player, but we have not seen the best of him. You, you, you recall he, he's getting 6 for 12 in the IPL some years ago. And I think and bowled one of the best spells against England, and his mother had died the day before, and he went there and bowled. And now it seems as if he's not able to, to get that form. But his batting is improving. He made an 80, 80, 80 yard in two occasions. I think one is in New Zealand and one in in um, Bangladesh. So they, they, someone sees, saw something in him that they think they can explore and it can help him improve. And can, uh, can we perhaps switch to the uh, lack of quorum here on the... Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's, a, that's a very good topic. Lack of quorum. Why should there be a lack of quorum when, when a meeting was sent out, sent out um, notifying everyone? And uh, yes. you chose not to not to show up to... to, to uh, well, that, how do you look at that? That that should be punishable by by some some way, punishable in some way. That's not well, just. That's my great... mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. You you give me your thoughts it, first. It, yes. that, that that's my great concern here. That politics is creeping into this, and that is just not what we want to see in West Indies cricket. Because we're at a place now where we need to start rising up. And it appears that uh, politics and uh, self-interest and selfishness might just be coming back into it because it's interesting that one of the missing vote from this meeting was the uh, individual who is actually wanting to run for the presidency here. And it makes me wonder if perhaps he might have been talking to people and got the impression that maybe his support may not have been uh, as strong as he thought and uh, 
as a result of that, he wanted to uh, buy a little more time to see if he could persuade. This is my speculation, of course. There, you know, this is not based on any insight or any other knowledge, but I'm just reading the tea leaves, so to speak. It, it it's really is uh, sad to see that type of, um, uh, well, dare I say, if it's not selfishness, then it's lack of discipline because this meeting was long arranged and it should not have been called off because of the lack of a quorum, not at all. Let's examine the reasoning behind the absence. I don't know if you heard the reason behind the absence. It's because they no. were because they were not in favor of a vote by show of hands. They wanted a secret ballot. That's what I heard. I hope I'm correct. But what difference is make if a show of hands or 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 by secret ballot? Well, it, it appears that he's afraid. Well, I shouldn't say he's afraid, but it appears that by showing your hands, you get to know quote unquote who your friends and quote your enemies are, because obviously no, you figure that it's some. Well, but, but that, I, 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 I hold your thoughts there because. If someone votes for someone else, it doesn't mean that they are against you. They may, they, I say against you per se, but they prefer to have this other guy being, being my, my choice. You know, not that you are his enemy. If you say, come on the board here and, and say that you, you're not in favor of India winning, you, you're choosing India to win the the test championship. You're not against not against New Zealand, but you just look you just feel that 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 this is the right thing to do. But let's pause because um Jatin has come in with us. He may just want to join in the conversation before he branch off into his. So um Jatin, welcome. We have Dennis on with me and you are three and three is company. Come on, Jatin, talk to us. Yes, good evening, everyone. Yes, good evening. Yes, indeed. Good evening, Jatin. So we were talking, I'm sure you're familiar, Jatin, with the reasoning behind the no-show of the two delegates. Would, would such a thing happen in India? Normally don't, <laughs> because these are like a modest... Uh, frequent meetings. It's maybe routine, like monthly, quarterly, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But it depends on the importance of the meetings and usually the agenda. Uh, normally, most of the delegates should be available. And we have not seen this kind of situation in India, typically, because India is always a bit. But the top of that, India has a larger pool in terms of the quorum is not uh, uh i think it's a 29 or 31 something like that so you know it's, it's like even few guys don't so they have enough to deal with it right over here i believe they have nine or 11 and that is the huge it's, issue it's 12 12 is the ma- maximum nine makes a quorum so it means that yes. each each has two has two yep. two votes so that makes 12, two to 12. And if, if two, if they don't have nine, they don't have a quorum. That's about 75%. That's a high margin though, okay, for, for a quorum. But 
that's not what it is. That's what it is. But I'm talking about the fact that you were notified in time. You were didn't give the Western Cricket Board, in my to my knowledge, notice that you were not gonna going to attend. It Western Cricket Board has to incur expenses and to have uh, another meeting. Don't you think something uh, should they should be punished for that in some way? Well, uh, this may be a learning process for the West Indies management. Such things supposed not to happen in the first place. Number two, these people need to be serious about what they're doing. These are normally the elected officials. It's not appointed officials where you have uh, volunteer decision over there. Top of that, I feel if they are paid by the expense from the board, they're supposed to be the serious. This is not about losing money. At the same time, they must have timely, proper communication, which could have avoided this situation. That's what I stand. But the irony I heard is that they called, they called an emergency meeting, and I was told, and subject to be corrected, that Bob turned up at the emergency meeting. So what do you make of that, Mr. Mr. Heat? Well, even if it's an emergency meeting, I will say, again, it goes back to the communication. Normally, I'm not sure what the Constitution is, but normally, let's say, Secretary is responsible to hold such meetings, and they're supposed to communicate well in advance. Or even it's an emergency, make sure it go maybe one round or maybe two rounds to make sure that everyone is being communicated, everyone is agreed to meet at certain time or something, and they need to make sure to proceed with the agenda. So we don't know. We just hear from uh, probably the normal media release, and we have to wait and watch to see what is the excuse or what is the explanation we are getting from those people who are part of a no-so? Leon, I, I, as I see uh, my information from, uh, you know, the, the research on uh, Crick Info shows that Pope, not only was he away from the quorum, he later attended the emergency meeting yes. and he, wa- he opposed the new date of April 11th for the next meeting. Oh. So it does make it, it does make me wonder if what's going on here is pure politics and not really, um, you know, not the interest of the West Indies cricket, but the interest of somebody else. I think some personal. Uh, there's a lot of personality conflict going on in, within the group by the sound of things, and it is a shame because. For years, the West Indies have been down in the doldrums, and suddenly they are beginning to build. And we need to make, you know, improvement on the momentum that's been started. And so it is really, really very sad to see this. Back to you. But yes, but 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 I'm saying, what could should have happened when he returned to the meeting? They, they, um, they convene, reconvene the general meeting and hold elections. Cause then they will have uh, a vote. But, 
and they will have they will have a quorum. They could vote to do that. No, couldn't they? Leon, it's possible that uh, what happened, the meeting was called off, and then later on, an emergency meeting was then called, at which point, you know, a phone call here, and certainly somebody else shows up, and others might well have, uh, you know, decided to sit out. But this, this to me, I, I hear where, where you're going with this, but it may be that because the meeting was already canceled and called, it, it was not possible to just rearrange it there on the spot. But that's that's it again. Well, it's not a matter of being on the spot that they have to travel. I understand now that I understand it's by Zoom, right? So then it's a virtual meeting. So it's not that they travel by by aircraft and but, they had to go and come back or they had to go to the hotel. But, you know, it was easy to be arranged. But I don't know if that is possible, but I'm just suggesting that that definitely be a, a case. I'm wondering if for the uh, emergency meeting, whether they require a quorum as well. And in this case, you are perhaps... Uh, but how can they have come to a decision then? How can they come to a decision about the date then? If they well, did not were, have... But surely those but, who were there... Would have it doesn't require. But it doesn't uh, require imagine... a to rearrange or to reschedule a, a meeting. Does it require Probably a not. Probably not. It's, it's most likely that uh, the group said, "Well, we don't have a quorum, so let's rearrange the meeting." So the chairman of the group or the secretary would have said, "Okay, let's reschedule this meeting for the 11th." No, I'm point. talking. I'm talking when when the delegation. The delegate from from Barbados arrived. That's the point I'm, I'm taking up now. When he arrived, we had nine. I don't know if we had ten. We had nine. Uh-huh. Okay, based on what you're saying, they had a quorum. Could they not convene and ask the members, and they would have enough people to say yes or no, and and hold the general annual general meeting. And let them take it to court if they don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, I, I, I suspect strongly, Leon, that once the first meeting for the vote was called off, they decided that it wasn't in the best interest of um, everyone to reschedule it uh, ten minutes later. It's possible that they said, "Okay, that's a done deal. Let's see if we can iron out the problems and reschedule." and they agreed to stick with that. But the fact that uh, Hope later questioned the date, it, you know, suggests to me that there might be more put here than uh, we can see, unless we get some more information to the contrary. And that's where my uh, thought process is taking me. Well, let's hear from Jatin. What's your, your take? Anything further that you can add? Well, first of all, they should have scheduled a meeting with the mutual agreement to make sure that everyone is available. Number two, we are not sure the transportation situation as well as this COVID situation or any other factor could have been in a way for some people for travel 
but the, nowadays we see lots of uh, going on virtually online. So I don't yeah. see why the reason is to have to go each and everyone face to face. They could have those missing uh, members or delegates into the meeting room through the video conference or something like that. You know, that is also a valid attendance in almost every business nowadays. But the it was virtual. It was a virtual meeting. They didn't have to travel from Guyana. They didn't have to travel from Guyana. Barbados. They didn't have to travel from Jamaica. All the other meet guys were in place. So, I don't well, know. If it, if it is a virtual meeting, it is an insult to Western Institute for them not to show up. Shame on them. Insult. Yeah. If you don't... What, if you if you are going to have a meeting, an annual general meeting, you were notified long before, and because you were told about show of hands versus secret ballot, what difference you make? If a guy is going to vote for you, vote for you. If you don't vote for you, don't vote for you. So let, let's 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 move on. I think it's 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 discouraging, and we we, we never get any place. Like this, never get any place like this. Never get in India. India got away by the skin of the teeth, man. Seven runs victory over England. Oh my goodness, two-one series, and they seem to know how to play in the the last test, uh, last match of the the various formats. Winning three series and three formats. Uh, go ahead, talk to us. What is no, nothing much of a, nothing much a concern when you see a outcome, the final result. They want it. Then uh, India is going through a lot of panic. I will say in 2021, which began with the 36 all out in Australia. I will say, but since then, mm-hmm. there are lots of ups rather than we see few downs, and that's the beauty. Uh, if you look at this particular uh, series in England, they started well, winning that first test. And after that, India ended up winning test series. Then they tied and almost there until the last over in that T20. And now again, there's a very exciting series on ODI side. But India won all three formats against England. It's been a long quarter. There's a 90 days, last 90 days, a lot of international cricket for uh, India. And on top of that, uh, we have lots of injuries, which uh, uh, did a lot of setbacks. A lot of frontline players are not in a starting 11 in any format. And a uh, good thing to see is we got a lot of new talent who got the opportunities to do something. And they took their chance. What I will say, they they perform and show the world that they can play at this level. Uh, Today, I did see highlights. And I will say a couple of guys had a bad day, including the main all-rounder, Hardik Pandya. We normally don't expect that a good all-rounder can drop like a couple of catches. Even he had both hands to it. And it's just unfortunate when they drop, I think, four or five good catches. 
where yeah. the people have two hands on it and you drop it off. That's not you want to see at this level. And then uh, good thing to see on England side that the young fellow Sam Curran put together a good show. I will say under pressure. He was batting at number eight, and even though he pulled the team all the way to the last ball, and they had a some hope they can do well and they can turn around the game. But at the end of the day, or a, I will say the best thing India can hope for is the luck, and that is what they want this game. Otherwise, their fielding performance, batting performance, and some bowling performance does not deserve win. Please, they all show up something when it came out to the finish line. Last over was definitely the great one to see from this young fellow who is barely playing his second ODI, and he defended those 14 runs, did not give away a big boundary except that one four. And that's the beauty we are looking at this in the India team, that the newcomers or inexperienced players joining the team and they are putting their best show. So at the moment, I will say with the IPL coming up, and looking into the World Cup in October in India, this will be the huge factor. And during this series, they have rested so many players, either injured or some other reasons. And I will say India is in a very competitive position, and it should be the tough decision to pick even starting 11 at any game in upcoming series or World Cup. Pete, what what say you? What, anything to add to, to what Jatin said? Dennis? Well, I, I, I give credit to the Indian side. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, six players who came out and shone like stars because they all made very good runs. They had two partnerships of almost 199, one of 100 and one of 99. And between those six, they put on a massive total of 329. So they did very well. And, of course, their young bowler. Uh, bowlers also chipped in with, uh, because Kuba, I think it was Kumar. Was Kunal. Takul, 4 for 67, and, and Kumar with 3 for 42. Those were excellent bowling because the little bit of the game that I saw, in England was going very well. But, you know, what's interesting about uh, this one-day series is that the average run scored in the ODI in these series has been 300-plus. And each yeah. match was well con- contested with lots of excitement and interest. And I'm, I'm still curious as to the uh, fans that allowed into the, these matches because they really do seem to enjoy the game. But it's quite a lot considering we're all being locked down from COVID, yet in India, there seem not to be any such uh, lockdown in place. Can Jatin give us any, uh, any information as to what's going on there? Jatin? He seems not to be hearing you. Jason, are you with us? Yes, mm. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Did you hear the question? Uh, no. Can you repeat that? I was lost for a moment. Yes. So. 
I was saying that um, in India, uh, there's a you know average 300 plus in each innings of these key these one day games. And it seems that the matches was well contested with lots of excitement and interest and lots and lots of crowds of cheering supporters and fans. And I'm wondering, with COVID in full bloom everywhere and lockdown taking place, how is it that we have so many Indian fans in the stand enjoying the game? Not that I'm taking anything away, but I'm just curious as to the rationale. How is it that so many fans are in the stadium. Yeah. But let me bring back Jatin because he always dropped. Yeah. Yeah. But you're back on Jatin. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, see, the situation is in this particular ODI series. When they did uh, three ODI in a one ground, same stadium, same place. So looking at this uh, virus situation and manpower and the preparation, you don't expect uh, uh, quality pitches. When they work around quick or when they use the drop-in pitch or when they are looking for something in a short time, you expect to be a flat pitches, not much variation Mm -hmm. from the pitch. Usually these are a little bit harder pitches than they normally prepare. And what happens to it, basically, it's uh, all beauty on a batting side. That is what it's end up, 300-plus runs in each ODI. And uh, honestly, in today's world, this is going to carry on because everyone wants to see sixes and fours. Nobody wants to see a game with the low scoring, and the ballers are doing a lot of work there. And that's uh, like uh, one reason. And uh, I think it's uh, fair enough for the both sides. I did not see any disadvantage to anyone. And uh, most of the ballers took the wicket is because of this, I call it uh, smart balling. Either you bowl slow, you bowl spin, you bowl cutters, you can bowl the floaters. So there's a lot of variety we have to see in terms of the smart balling, Mm -hmm. not much uh, from the pitch itself. And it's uh, hot and uh, temperature is not as like England where you expect the ball going to uh, swim in uh, air. There is no moment in air. You can get a little bit off the pitch. But other than that, particularly this uh, area, which is Pune, which is close to Bombay, about a couple of three hours, I think, and that, that's a very tough. But again, it's like they could have done it because of the quick preparation. And we see the two different phases here. The new stadium had a low-scoring games, even in the test level, and the people did not like it. And now we have the high-scoring game on this different ground. So I think India is managing well between this pitch situation as long as they are finding a way to win it. And that's a beauty. Can you tell us about the crowd, Jatin? How is it that we have so many fans there enjoying this game? Not on this game. There was a limited crowd. The only crowd we had was, uh, I believe, second or 30, That was the largest crowd in this entire series. And unfortunately, immediately after the game, very next day, 
the local state government shut down the crowd again. So it is like a majority of the crowd we see is like a virtual crowd or they are mixing up with this video technology. But in the oh. stadium, there wasn't big crowd. Okay. It, well, that might be the case because each time I, I see the game, I see a lot of fans reacting to the game. And it, But you're right. It could well be video technology. Uh, well, they are using to... right now. If you, if you look at it, uh, uh, series in Australia, they had a crowd noise coming from the previous game, recorded one. They will slide in. So you can see the huge cheer. You feel like a stadium yeah. is a pack, but really don't. Yeah. And they are same okay. thing using on uh, crowd too. So it, it's not a real, you need to see a live cricket when it's ongoing. And when the cameras are moving, at that point, you need to see the stands, how many people out there. Because well, sometimes I, I, they do. Yeah. 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 Just, gentlemen, just hold a while because we have Virgil with us. Virgil, good evening to you. You have Virgil, you have, you have Jaden, and you have Dennis on so far. Come on in, Virgil. Yeah, good, good, evening, good evening to all the panelists and good evening to all the listeners all over the world. Yes, indeed. Okay. And good evening, Virgil. So we're going to pick it up with you a little later on, but... Um, Jatin was on. Jatin, continue. And we're going to extend this session till about 15 minutes after after 7 this evening because we're a little delayed with our information for the um, birthday hour. So we will go until then. So go on, Jatin. And and Virgil, sign in and pick it up from where you come in and meet us. Jatin, as you were saying, well, not much. I completed my way. So just to wait for the other comments or concerns or questions, and we can go from there. Well, let's, let's, let's okay. touch off on the, the draw for the West Indies against um, Sri Lanka. Uh, wonderful draw, wasn't it, Virgil? You saw much of it, or you didn't see? No, I, did, I didn't see the game. I heard about it after, but I was doing something else, so I didn't get to watch it. But that was wonderful. I was happy for... Because I was concerning about um, that amount of runs and hope it doesn't lose the game. So for a draw, I was feeling very happy um, for the West Indies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis, what say you? Well, to you? well yes, first, it, first it, the match ended in a draw. However, there were so many individual performances that would have had paying spectators rooted to their seats, uh, Leon. First, mm-hmm. there was the stalwart performance of Tirimane, 70, and Dequella, 32. That gave Sri Lanka that total of 169. Meanwhile, Kimar wrote 3 for 47, and Jason Holder, didn't they perform well? They yes. struck Sri Lanka very hard for this low score. In turn, when West Indies batted, their first innings, steady performances by West Indies led by late charging Rakeem Cornwall. West Indies fought hard against the Sri Lankans, menacing and wily bullets. They were really so wonderful to watch them bowling and attacking. Lakmal 5 for 47, Fernando 2 for 52, Shamira 2 for 71. West Indies total 271, a lead of 142. Now, in their second innings, Sri Lanka batted with renewed strength and determination. 
scoring an amazing total of 476. Credit to the Sri Lankan batting lineup. To Imani again, Fernando 91, De Silva 50, and Nusanka a ton, with Dequella just missing out on 96. Sri Lanka batsmen amassed five fifties in this second innings, with West Indies bowler Toil, Roach again with three for 74, Cornwall three for very, very many. So West Indies set to score that 335 to win. The West Indies batsmen played cautiously against the Sri Lankan bowlers. At no time did the West Indies take up the challenge. They were watchful and disciplined. In particular, credit goes to Bonner, who scored a maiden ton, not out, and Mayer's 52. West Indies managed 236 for four, and the match ended in a draw. The second and final test tomorrow, so we wait with bated breath to see what will happen in this one. But all told, we see the West Indies beginning to take this game seriously and giving us some pride and satisfaction and joy at how they are tackling this school. So back to you, Leon. Yeah, very nice summary, dear. What say you, uh, Virgil? Anything? Or what say you, Jatin, rather? Mm-hmm. Um, let me just say something there. Um, I think you, what's his name again? Um, that just Jenny. came up. Jenny. Jenny. I think you'll make a great commentator, man. You just give the piece on so so sweet. It's just like if I was there watching the game. And that was very wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. So, Jaden, what say you? That's a wonderful summary. Yes, he, he specializes in the summer, right? Because he has, since he's been a winner, he has made a couple of uh, commentaries and they, they, they're still out. Jaden, what say you? Dennis is. Yeah, um, yeah, Dennis did cover well. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, like the, his uh, sequence of notes, I will say. The way you, what, what, uh, stood out you what stood out What's to that? you mostly in that draw and test match? You think any side can say that they had a victor in that contest? Well, the contest is definitely the both sides. Uh, Sri Lanka batted very well on the fourth day for sure. And uh, even they had a little bit uh, down. They did not start it well in their test match during first inning. And they came back and did a couple of uh, good partnerships with the young, uh, inexperienced players putting good performances. And I like to say on the West Indies side, the last day was is really a great to see after so many years that these uh, young and inexperienced batsmen are taking the test very seriously, the way it's supposed to be. It's Talking about the Holy Lost Tab, because I observe there is a Iron Indian batting coach, am I right, or is he a Pakistani? Do you know? No, he's from my back home native place. He's a, uh, basically a very good coach. He has a worked with these uh, Rajasthan Royals previously. He was also oh. a national coach for Canada. His name is Monty Desai. Oh, and, Monty uh, Desai. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And uh, he has a very good uh, expertise and experience. And uh, I believe he is putting real hard work behind these uh, West Indies uh, upcoming cricketers. 
to see if they can perform on a consistent basis. And uh, it does get paid off. What the West Indies is putting investment in uh, uh, specialist coaches. Uh, I believe Monty Desai was uh, hired way before uh, West Indies went to New Zealand. He was in New Zealand also. He was and in New Zealand. He was a, yeah, and he was also a coach here in U.S. Open when we had this uh, uh, champion team. The Chris Gale played with the Paramvir Atlanta. He was the coach, head coach for that team. Okay. He's, uh, I believe, yeah, he's a believe in uh, based in North Carolina for a while, but he is doing more on and off from India and U.S. for his coaching. And lately, as I say, he coached uh, Canada as well as now shifting into the West Indies side. So he is being uh, getting his uh, reward, I will say, with his reputation as a talented. But uh, in the West Indies lineup right now, he's just a betting coach, which is good enough. Mm-hmm. Dennis, question to you. When last have you seen a, a West Indian batsman batting a whole day and well, not fitness? You tell me. When was the last time that you saw a batsman who batted the whole day and started the evening and came out the next day and batted the whole day? I, I can only think by... I can only think back to the, the, the series in in England in the 60s and the, the 70s, you know, but I, I, I've i missed a few games in between uh, because of my work and my travels, and so I wasn't able to really follow it a, a, as closely as that. But what I'm seeing here is enough to make sure that I am rooted to the set from this point forward because I see, I've asked the question before, was West Indies um, series in Bangladesh a flash in the pan? And each week after that, I keep seeing the improvement in the West Indies. And I think that this is more than a flash in the pan now. I'm I'm beginning to become a convert here. I think Mm -hmm. that the West Indies are on the rise. And this is why it is so sad to see what's going on with this vote to elect the president of the West Indies Cricket Board. Yes, yes. Hold your thoughts there because we welcome, we want to welcome Audley, fresh from work. You know, he's a hard working man. Works late on Sundays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Audley, welcome. Good good evening, Mm. Mr. Francis, and good evening, my fellow panelists. Uh, Mm. It's good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our listeners throughout the world. Yes, it's a wonderful Sunday evening, and um, Leon, I, as I, I left a message to let you know that um, yeah, but, I won't be home, but yeah. So I, I'm parked somewhere now, so I'll be able to give you okay. um, the, the, the Walter Henry birthday okay, and anniversary. So I will then we, then we, I'll we, drop we, and... Okay, all right. Well, for, let's, let's, let's pause for calls then as Audley comes in and give us that section. And he has. So, Jatin, I don't know if you want to be with us or, or drop yes, back a little later. Yes. Back. Okay, good. And remember, this evening we are hoping to hear from Lawrence, yes. the great Roe. So, we just reminded yes. him a while ago. So, we hope that all is well with him. So, Audley, go right ahead. Um, go right ahead. I just, we, we were hoping okay, to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. It's the time of the evening, and we take a look in the cricketing fraternity, and we say hello, happy birthday, and it's when you can also call in, 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. We're going to today be in the 28th of March. We're going to start with that one. And we have a relative of one Mr. Leon Francis, Miguel Francis, out of Antigua, Barbuda. Miguel Francis celebrating a birthday today. He turns 26, 26 year old, still young. On, on a point of on a point of correction, he's he's not an Antiguan anymore, you know. He's an Englishman, uh, no. Oh, oh, English. He no, he represents Britain. Yeah, but he was born. Yes, in man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you got you got to demonstrate and get him back. <laughs> yeah, we are hoping okay. to get him back. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so some cricket mm-hmm. now. Ma- uh, Margaret Lockwood, Nasa Hussein, and Sarah Clark, all from England. Mm-hmm. Ray Emery, Sarah McLeishan, from New Zealand. Polly Omrigar and T. S. Sekar from India. We have Laura Mullins and Sonia. Rimbottom uh, from from uh, Ireland, Ashok the Silver from Sri Lanka, Shafiq Ahmed, and Atu Atu Yuroma Roman from Pakistan, Andy Withal from Zimbabwe, and Matt Renshaw from Australia. Uh, for the 29th of March, Leslie Hilton from Jamaica and Yutan Dow, uh, Jamaican Quinella one two. Uh, Jeff Howard from New Zealand, Sam Luxon, Don Nash, and Michael Nasser from Australia, Tom Haywood from England. Uh, we have Subbegil Sundaran from India, mm-hmm. uh, Henk Jan Mull from the Netherlands, and Luigi Ngidi from South Africa. We have the 30th of March. The debut of the great Sir Garfield Sobers. Yes, he debuted back in 1954 versus England, the Garfield Sobers. And we have birthdays, Chuck Fleetwood Smith from Australia, along with Wally Grout, wicketkeeper Martin Love, Emma Fiddle, and Sarah Coit, all from Australia. Norman Gifford from England, Jack Cowie from New Zealand, and Mike Scott from Scotland. For the 31st, the final day of March, we have a big birthday here. Big birthday, the first black heavyweight champion of the world, Jack Johnson. He was born way back in 1878. And he, um, he the first, of course, I said before, black heavyweight champion. The champion in his days when he wanted to get that challenge was Tommy Burns, a Canadian-born um, heavyweight champion. And um, he followed Tommy Burns around for from he followed whenever he fight. He make sure he purchased a ringside ticket, and he'll be watching him. Hey, call him out. Hey, you need to fight me. You need to fight me. He followed him around America, followed him Italy, and he followed him to Australia, down under. And finally, he got the chance to fight. He, the guy gave in, and he gave Johnson a fight. And of course, Johnson toyed with him, and you know, eventually, police stopped the fight. In the 14th round, because and declared Cham J- J- Johnson the winner, he was such a superior 
baptism. Galveston Giant and his as he's called out of Texas, Johnson. Birthday celebrated will be on the thirty first of March. Okay. Cricket, Fred Smith, Clement Johnson, Godfrey Lawrence and Hassan Amla, all from South Africa. Arunga Guaradini Gunardini and um Marlon Voigt uh, from Sri Lanka. Laurie Millen, Robert H. Vance from New Zealand. After Gull from Pakistan, Paul Grayson from England, Adam Zampa from Australia. Uh, for the 1st of January, it's Jimmy Cliff out of Jamaica, international reggae singer and movie star. Jimmy Cliff will be celebrating. Um, back to cricket, we have John Murray. Arnie Sidebottom, David Gower. David Gower, of course, the captain that has lost all his 10 matches that he captained against the West Indies in the um, Wisden Trophy. 10 zip. Uh, zero zipra, zero 010. Okay, mm. um, John Morris, Walter Maid, and young Jaffra Archer, all from England. Stephen Fleming, Sue Brown from New Zealand. After Bolash, Bolash, and uh, Shimran Khan, female cricketer, Balwinda Singh, senior, Atik Wadakar, and Marila and uh, Morali Vijay, all from Ingla, India, rather, and Animal Islam Jr. from Bangladesh, and Hino comes from South Africa. Um, for the second, we have out of Jamaica, Garnet. Silk. He died on that day. Um, we have the women. India winning the women's, uh, not the women. India won their second World Cup in 2011. The in- Indian men's team. 2011, they won the second World Cup. And um, West Indian men won the T20. 2017, 20, 2016 rather. The West Indies men won the T20 World Cup 2016. And mm. um, that's on the 2nd of April. So quite a little celebration there. And um, Marvin Gaye was born on that date, way back in 1939. Back to cricket, uh, we have um, Dermot Reeves and Neville Cardus from England. Ken McLeary and uh, Michael Clark from England. Richard Collins, Tom Latham from New Zealand, Hamoud Hassan from Pakistan, Narul Haq from Afghanistan, Leslie Lee, uh, wicketkeeper, female cricketer from South Africa. And finally, on the third, which I think is Saturday, we have um, our brother who left us some times ago, Stafford Young. Um, it will be the first anniversary. Yes, he died. Uh, believe it or not, this Saturday, this Saturday will be a yearly end since yes. Stafford left us. Stafford oh, Young. And you you also have some bittersweet because your brother, Alvin Alwin, also died on the same day. Uh, right? And you also have some anniversary, a wedding anniversary. Carmen and her husband will be having a wedding anniversary. So you have um, a bit of bittersweet there, Leon. So you have to skip from one to the other. But, um, yes. yes, your brother would be a year along with Stafford since he died. 
Right, so Saturday morning program, right, you know that. Yes. So West Indies women West Indies women won the the World Cup in twenty sixteen also on this date, the third of April twenty sixteen. Oh back to cricket. Australia Jimmy Matthews, um born on that day, the third of April. Brandon Clover from the Netherlands. Zakir Khan and Shakurana from Pakistan. Tastik Ahmed from Bangladesh. Ajay Sharma and Nikolit uh, Nelish Kulrani. Shukta Gumta, all from India. Cliff Goldwyn from England. Tishira Pereira from Sri Lanka. Uh, we have Richie Barrington out of Scotland and Sherwin Chattagoon from Guyana. We'll be celebrating all on that day. So that's what I have here for you right now, Leon. Yes, so indeed. back to you. And yes, indeed. Uh, I just wanted to, to ask, invite Virgil to come in while I bring in a, a special guest I want to celebrate this evening, a special friend of mine. So Virgil, why don't you come in and then uh, we'll... Okay. Um, I, I have a special, real special um, birthday. Um, my nephew celebrated his birthday yesterday. Last year while I was home, he's four years. He was four years old last year while I was home in the quarantine from with, with the lockdown. COVID. And I was on my property picking up stone. And at four years old, this little kid will come up. I want the most helpful little kid you can ever think about. He said his name is Spider-Man. He called himself Spider-Man because he liked to climb on the rocks and all over. So Caden, he's in New York right now today. Yesterday he celebrated his fifth. Birthday, Kaden, I want to tell you happy, happy, happy birthday. I love you very much, and I wish you all the best on your birthday. And make sure you tell your daddy to buy you the cricket ball and the cricket bat, because I want you to be one of the best cricketers that, that comes around in this, in this era. So happy, happy birthday, Kaden. Enjoy your day, which I know you enjoyed yesterday, and I wish you all the best, bro. How about you, um, Dennis? Dennis, what say you? You have any birthday? Uh, no birthday, oh, but anniversary. anniversary. But, mm-hmm. Go yes, ahead. My, my, my brother, Stanley Heath Jr., up in Connecticut, he has his 24th wedding anniversary celebration tomorrow, and I want to wish him a very, very happy day and lots of memories of, uh, you know, that first year. Now they've reached 24, right there behind me, climbing. So happy birthday to you there, brother, and your wife, Caroline. Thanks. That's me. Back to you, uh, Yes. Um, I'm just making a connection to my special guests. Uh, let me see if I have them on. Okay. Well... Yes, I think I have them on. Um, good evening. Good evening to you, Hannah. And good evening. Good evening. And, uh, yes, okay. Friends, I just want to just bring your attention to some of my favorite people in this world, my dear friends, Hannah and Lionel Wade. We have been friends for a number of years, and you could not have a better couple. Lionel 
uh, and Hannah celebrated 12 years of anniversary in, during the week. And yes. I, they're my personal friends. Um, just to mention, whenever I go to Miami, I, they volunteer to keep me to keep me up and you know make sure that I'm well taken care of. And you couldn't find a nicer couple. And Lionel and I, we usually go to the hospital to visit sick and sing and some wonderful songs and pray with them as well. So I treasure, I treasure both Lionel and, and uh, Hannah. They are my brothers, brother and sister from another mother and another father. <laughs> I had I really tell you that um, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for these folks. They are my friends. And they are friends for life. We just want to congratulate you on behalf of your attaining 12 years of marriage. And we hope yes. that you may continue to have many, many years of joy, happiness, and good health. God bless yes. you all. And it was a wonderful, wonderful day when I met you both. Thank you so much. Yes. We do have a couple of people. I know they would want to say something to you. A couple of my friends uh, um, Audley, why don't you say hello to uh, uh, Lionel and, and uh, Hannah? Lionel is an American by, born, by what, birth. What's the last Hannah. name? What's the last name? Wade. What's Wade. Name? Yeah, Wade. Wade. And Hannah is from uh, Jamaica. So, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Hi, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wade. I just want to say congratulations to you guys. Um, 12 years of... Um, a good marriage, you know. I, I know it's not always bliss. <laughs> we always, we, I, I, as a man of experience, I know that. But you know, the thing is, what caused stick to it? You know, stick to it. The good times and the not so good times, and you know, the Lord um, bless your marriage. And I'm so happy that you guys are still together. Just want to wish you the yeah. best, and want to wish you, you guys, will be catching up with Leon and 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 other friend on the show in the in the fifties. So we just want to wish you the best. God bless and keep you guys. Yeah. We have another friend. He's also from Jamaica. Dennis Heath. Dennis, say hello to my friends and wish them well on their anniversary. Lionel and Hannah, I want to wish you every good cheers for your anniversary. And at the same time, I want to appreciate very much the fact that you mean so much to Leon because we yes. all need that special friend. And I can mm-hmm. attest to that because I have a friend from high school. I'm now retired, age 70, and I have a friend from high school when we were, what, 13 years old? Mm, We're still wow. going strong. And there's absolutely nothing that I wouldn't do for them and they wouldn't do for me. So I can yeah. appreciate it very, very much when uh, Leon expressed how much you mean to them, uh, to him, mm-hmm. how much you both mean to him. And it, there's nothing mm-hmm. like having... A great friendship. Thank you so much for all the things you do for Leon, and I wish you well yes. and happy anniversary. Yes, indeed. Thank you. And the final, final one is uh, Virgil Francis. He comes from Antigua. And um, say hello to Hannah yeah. and Lionel for me. Yeah, good evening, both of you. I just want to wish you guys a happy 12 year anniversary. And I wish you all the best and keep on going until you can cross that 50 line and then you head for that century. We hear from you, Hannah, and then Lionel. Anything you want to say, mention? 
No, just that, you know, um, the same thing. It's good to have friends that you can trust, friends that when you're around them you feel, you know, so comfortable. They make you feel loved and they make you feel special. And that's what I can say, you know, knowing you, Leon, from way back, that, you know, you've always been there for me. You've always been someone genuine. And it's hard to find genuine people these days, you know. And you've always been truthful. And, and 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 that's so important, and I just really appreciate you, and and just you always go out of your way to, you know. I remember you bringing me mangoes, banana, whatever. You always just shared, and just and, and you know, and the same. Here, yeah, there's nothing I wouldn't do for you, you know, for you and Eunice and your family. And mm-hmm. I just thank God for the day that you know, that I you know got to know you, and and for us just maintaining, even though you're miles away, that you know I still feel like. We're still close, and I really um, appreciate that. Yep. And, and then I, and I went to the hospital with you, and that was something yes, that I deeply, deeply treasured, and it just been like a vacuum out of me now. It's not there anymore. So talk to us. Leon, I, I know exactly how you feel with that. I, I'm going to say I have to add something, though, because you – you mentioned that uh, we we would go for our hospital visitations and sing. And the truth of the matter is, uh, I don't know if you guys know it, but Leon has a really a, a, a beautiful singing voice. Uh, mine, not so much, but I sing loud. And so, <laughs> and so we would, uh, that, that was all part of it. And, and just something I uh, kind of crossed my mind today, I... <clears throat> I met Leon through my wife, Hannah, and we were married in Miami 12 years ago. And quite honestly, I ended up uh, in a men's uh, group of Bible study with Leon, and I didn't recognize it until literally a few years later, we were going through the wedding pictures, and I realized that uh, Leon had been at the wedding, and uh, and it was all a little embarrassing because from from that time on, I had introduced my I I considered myself introducing myself to Leon, and uh, come to find out, he actually had known me. But I had just uh, I do miss our uh, our, hospi- our hospital visitations. Those uh, turned out it's a it's a service, but it it really brings it brought us blessings, and it was something that we just. Uh, Really enjoyed and and uh, and and would feel the presence of God using us in that. So, uh, with mm-hmm. that, uh, you and Eunice, uh, you guys uh, took care of each other, and we just look forward to the next time that uh, if we make it up there, or when you you uh, you make it back down to Miami. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for thank you thank all. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm just yes, indeed. I'm just I want to go out with this. Because um, I want to go out with this tune. Let me do the right one, one that I want. Um, one... Mr. Francis, before yes, you play sir. the tune, can I just, I'll just play a little response that the kid sent back to me. I'll just play it. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Virgil. Yeah, he was okay, just saying thank you. So he just said yeah, it to me. So I just had to say it. Yeah. 
celebrated last week, folks. So, but this special tune I have dedicated to you both. You know, you. I wish I could sing as much as these cup, this couple, but for you, Nigel and Hannah. My love, there's only you in my life, the only thing that's right. My first love, your every breath that I take, your every step I You mean the 
Yes, 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 my dear friends. Friends for life. Beautiful. Thank you, my brother. Beautiful. Yes, indeed. We love you. We love you. Our family is uh, uh, feels special to have people like you in our hearts and in our lives. And may you guys continue to live together and be prosperous and healthy. Regards to everyone, and we miss you. All right. Thank you. Yes, Leon, I'll just I'll just mention quickly in passing. Yesterday, uh, when I was out, I ran across Ann and Leroy, and I got a chance to oh, see them. Did. I was so happy. Yeah, yes, yes I uh, had mm. sent me out to pick up a meal, and I and I bumped into them, and they both looked well. Take care. Yeah, awesome. Okay, all the best. I'm Thank glad you. that you guys all were able to, to allow me to celebrate you folks on radio. which begins at 10 in Antigua. Dennis, would you make any changes? Uh, no, I would not. I think that uh, you give confidence to the team that you selected to the group. And I, I, I'm very reluctant to make any significant change there because you've got enough batting. The batting is sound. It, 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 it's hard to think. Maybe the bowling team, but I, I, I think I would go along with what I have got. You go along with what you have, okay? Uh, yeah, I go well, along. No, with no, the no team room team. for Bravo. No room for Bravo. No room for for Warwickan. 
well, the, the unfortunate thing is that the present crop of players have demonstrated that fight. You know, the bowlers are, do, do not always uh, dominate as we would like to see, but there is fight, there is spirit, there is laughter, there's camaraderie, there's friendship. I can see that we are grooming a team in the future will prove to be, you know, strong and reminiscent of uh, past glory of the West Indies. So I, I would go along and not make any change unless I'm forced to make a change. Forced to make a change. Back to me, yeah. yes, indeed. Um, Virgil, before I bring it in, you know, I, I mentioned earlier on that it's very long time since we have seen a batsman that have batted for an entire day by a West Indian. It was a long time, a long time ago. And that is bad. And it seems like people are fighting for the credit now, right? <laughs> of his performance, you know. What, 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 do you have to say anything about that, about Dennis and uh, Virgil? Um, is, is it two tests they're playing? Uh, they're playing more than yes, two tests? Two, two tests, my No, just two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, 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 I would have said yes, leave it team in these days, but since it's two tests, I think I would have given Bravo Charles because if that, the, mm. there's no other test playing, so I would have given him, give him a, a knock at it. If there was another test coming up, I would have said for this one, just leave it as it is, but I would have given him um, a chance on that. In light of his. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask him too. To, in, in place of whom? You're going to drop one that, of the pace bowlers? You're going to drop Joseph? You're going to drop Cornwall? You're going to drop... Don't touch the Lord anointed Cornwall. Come on. No, 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 Joseph in, in his hometown? You know... No, you so can't drop none of the bowlers. You won't drop none of the bowlers for, for another Batman. That will too much work on the rest, guys. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I didn't see the game and know how these guys perform. But... um. I think somehow, because it's just two tests, I would uh, give him a chance somehow inside there. Because mm. you got to keep these guys active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, 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 I would have dropped from the, yeah. from the batting but, department. But. Leon, a challenge to Virgil. Come on, tell us who would you take out. That, that, that's a question I can't tell you because I don't even know how this... I didn't get to see the end of the game. I didn't know how to perform, but it, it'll be hard to really, say, drop someone out. But just because it's two tests, I would uh, like to give one of the other Batman a chance to really... Because if something coming up, some of the test series coming up, at least a chance to really put himself out there. You know, yeah, so it, it's, a hard, it's, a hard, it's a hard choice. But Virgil, you said... Yes. I would give another player a chance, just on paper, between us here. Go mm -hmm. ahead and, you know, tell us, speculate, us, just tell us who might you replace if you were, say, you know, the head of the, the, the coach here. Who would you replace? Go on, challenge. Um, I, the performance at, 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 from one to five, I don't know how to perform. I didn't know who made runs, who failed, you know, but um, I, it's, it's just hard for me to just say, pick out someone because I might, pick a, I might just pick someone out of the blue and pick the wrong person, and that may be the same person that make a century. I didn't know how, how they perform, really. 
if it was two, <laughs> it was more than two tests, I would have said no. But just because it's the last is coming up, somehow, you know, either just somebody would have come out, don't know who, don't know how the guys perform. You know, if if it were a three match series, I would have rest. I would have rest Gabriel. I would have promoted Bonner to open, bringing Bravo three, and um, bringing and um, drop drop opener. Not Craig Bradford, the other opener. I would drop him and rest Gabriel, bringing Warrican and um Warrican would be in for Gabriel. Um Campbell are bringing Bravo. Challenge to Leon this time. How yeah. did Gabriel did did Gabriel perform in Bangladesh? He he what, what, what he did uh, he didn't get any wickets. And uh, he didn't make any runs. <laughs> he didn't make any runs. Okay. So he didn't make any runs. And to me, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a feeling that he is for a pace that he's up to to the fitness level. To me, he was. Uh, he's not bowling like he used to bowl. I don't believe that we should discard him, but I think that we should just rest him. But you realize that by dropping him from the side like that, you may just turn... We're, we're resting him. We're not moving him from the squad. We're leaving him. We're resting but, him. You know? Yes, but you're not taking him out of the squad. But by simply dropping him from the test match to mm-hmm. the player himself, that means that he's being discarded. And I think that at this no. point in time, because... Well, yeah, you, I mean... You you don't agree, but th- that's how I see it. That he yes, you see it the way, way. And I can understand uh, your point of view. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's that's why I would leave the team as it is, and look for other avenues and other ways to improve. I mean, those players who didn't go off to Sri Lanka, sorry, to Bangladesh, had their reasons why they didn't go. So there's no um, emphasis here for us to go ahead and. You know, drop Gabriel. I think I would leave the team. Sorry about the challenge. Yeah, nothing wrong with you. I'm saying if they were were playing three test match, I would do it. But um, you know, if we want to win, you know, I don't think we're getting enough from Gabriel. Joseph is not bowling well too, but in Joseph we can, we can we can say we we can get a few more runs, and he's more agile in the field, and. They're bowling much of a muchness, and, and Gabe has has more speed than than than, than Joseph. And then we have Campbell there. He's he's in and there about. And our captain, not not um, solid. In we have a guy that is batting well. Oh, or we could even even bring Hope in. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm respecting. If if they play the same, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt me if they play the same team. But I'm just saying that this is something that I could look at. I would look at, I would explore, uh, because we need we need to. You really don't change your 
we can call that a, a winning combination because although we we, we we didn't we didn't win, we were able to carry the matches to the fifty. And that but is. But you, you know one thing I'm hmm. one thing I might I might do, um, Liam, is yes. you know looking at the fact that the Sri Lankan spinners are so almost dare I say deadly on that that wicket there in in, in Antigua. If we're going to drop a quick bowler, maybe we need to bring in a, another spinner. What do you? Well, think? that's what I'm saying. Or uh, can coming in for for Gabriel and and um, and uh, Bravo coming in for for Campbell. Okay, and I think move, perhaps I. And we move up, move up Bonner to open. Mm-hmm. Oh, to me, both can be an opening match, and Craig Bradford and 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 Campbell not doing. Uh, giving us a lot oh, of uh, opening, good opening partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could go with bringing in a spinner if I was going to make the change, a spinner, at least one more, because the Sri Lankan spinner has certainly showed us, I mean, they are special and they're very talented, but they use the wicket well. And Rakim in the first, I think in the first match, he did bowl reasonably well and got the breakthrough when we needed it. So mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'll try another spinner. But yes, you're right. And uh, let's hear what somebody else has to say on that. Well, we don't have nobody but Virgil. Virgil, what do you say? You 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 want to keep the same team? <laughs> but not not really keeping the same team. But I'm just saying, just get a different a different look to the puzzle. Yes. And see if we can get work in India with Cornwall. Uh, and I hear, see a lot of people writing say the ball well in tandem. So why not? Why not try something? If you we draw the match, but think we can do better. We can, I think Warwick and can bat more than more than um, Gabriel too. You know. I just but, hope that. Mm-hmm. Just an, another thing which strikes me, Leon, is that the pitch seems to favor spin rather than pace. Or <laughs> we don't have a pace bowler that is, um, shall we say, wily enough to challenge the, 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 the Sri Lankan batsman. But the pitch itself, as prepared, this particular wicket seemed to be uh, a spinner's paradise rather than a, no, a quick but, bowler. But, but, or look, look, look at how the Sri Lankan pacemen open up. The left armor. He got a couple of wickets because he's bowling fuller. Look at um, Lamar. He was able to to um, contain the batters for West Indies. They bowled yes, maiden, but... maiden after maiden and their pace bowlers. We don't seem but to be don't, able to don't... do that. We bowling runs and leg buys and wides and you know and not bowling on the stumps at all. Um, yeah, that, that, Azari that, is that, is um, guilty of that too, but Holder is bowling well, and you you gotta use Mayers some more. Mayers need to bowl at least a, a couple more overs. He is as quick as Holder. You gotta use Mayers a little more, and we need we need to bowl these guys out. We did it in the first innings. Yeah. After 69, tremendous performance. But then you needed them in the second. They were. No, we didn't. We didn't have a bowler to prize them out. So that's my. That's concern. right. I want to win. Yeah. We want to win. So, 
But if they play the same side, I wouldn't have no problem. But that's my my. If I was tired going there and say, listen, guys, this is what I would what for me. <laughs> I have been away from cricket <laughs> a long time, so just my just my way of thinking. It might might, might be might be backward, but nevertheless. Anything else? Go ahead. Talk, talk to me. Um, it's, 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 Leon, if you look back to the, the, the West Indies in the, in the 60s or in the 70s, we always had a, a bowler who could come in, a quick bowler who could come in and, and change the course of a match. What we don't seem to have currently is a bowler here who has that, ang- that greed, well, maybe not greed, but, you know, that anger to get in there and say, look, I'm going to take charge. And very often our quick bowl, and I saw this in England last year when they played on those green grass wickets in London, in England, where you tend to be able to seam a ball. The bowlers are just not bowling up, the quick bowlers are just not bowling up to their potential, in my opinion. And I'm not sure if the problem is in the coaching or if the problem is in the bowlers' head themselves. Because last week we discussed with um, a coach the changes that you would when you're coaching a bowler. I remember using being coached to, you know, vary my not only the pace but the angle and the direction and the way I hold the ball. And all of this doesn't seem to be coming through to our current crop of quick bowlers. And so I don't understand why they are struggling so much to get in there and really challenge the batsman, the quick bowlers I'm speaking well, let, Let's ask Virgil because he was a quick bowler. Sometimes he said he bowled a couple of new balls and get some wickets and nobody called him. Virgil, what's the... You, 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 you remember when, they, when Hussein bowled was running, running so fast? You know what they said? He was eating that yellow yam. Yes, Long yellow yam. Ago, eat solid food. Most of these guys now are eating some soft food, most likely junk food. So these guys don't have. I don't think they have the right energy, the right energy inside of them. I think some of them need to go back and eat some real rough food. But the pitches itself is one that I think helps to kill our fast bowler. Mm. Because no matter how much these guys run in a bowler, but because I remember the same match someone was talking about um, Butcher who played for England. The two matches that he played on the Caribbean, one of them played in Antigua. I don't remember Andy Roberts running into him. and I, I mean, I remember seeing that bouncer. But the keeper, every ball the keeper collect, it was above his head. Yeah. Right? And he's keeping way back. Right now, this keeper is keeping like half the way that um, this keeper used to keep. Because the wicket is so dead that no matter how much you run in, I really, the ball will have to hit something for the ball to go up and the keeper collect the ball over his head. So is there, I think it's a pitch that we have, the wicket that we have, killing the fast bowler. Because a fast bowler needs something to, you, you know, when you run as a fast bowler and you see the ball kissing and, 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 and taking off, you're giving everything that you can get put inside of it. But when you're bowling and you're giving everything and the ball not going away, you just start, you know something, you just go normal. You need something to give the, the fast bowlers an encouragement, and we don't have it in the Caribbean no more. And I think that's what's killing them. But Virgil, how Lachman can, can contain our battles so much? How huh? the young, the left arm quick, I forget his name now, he too, 
has been no. able to bowl. We're not bowling the Yorkers. We're not bowling the length. We're bowling it, short. It's you know, the left arm. Remember yeah, the left, left arm, as myself, normally gets swing. And as long as you can swing the ball, whether fast or medium, you will give any bowler, I mean, any batman, a lot of problem. And you see, for a left-arm bowler, um, as long as you tear up the ball, that's when you get the swing inside the ball. And that's the beauty about a left-hander. Take the ball up and you get... Once you drop off like a sh- shot of a length, you're not going to get the ball to swing. Because they can see from yeah. far. But when you tear up the ball, that's a lot of problem for the batman. And for... As I said, Sri Lanka have a left-hand bowler, which is an A-plus to them. Probably we, well, we can't say we need some in the Caribbean because we have some, but these guys not take carrying the ball up enough. Then guys bowling short of a length, short of a length, short, and you're not getting a swing with a ball like that. So you have to use the advantage as a fast bowler. I know I wasn't fast. I bowled some of the guys are faster than me, but I, normally when I open the ball, normally I get up, most likely, most of the time, I was strike with a wicket first because my ball and them swing. You have to take the ball. If I drop it short of a length, everybody will beat my ball. But once you take it up there, do a lot of damage. And these guys, especially the fast, the left-hand fast bowler, they're nice, they need to either work on that and they practice and take the ball up there. Because Yarker is, as a left-hander, especially for Yarker for left-handers, is one of the most deadliest ball for left-hander with fast bowl. Because you know something, the ball is going to swing. It do more swing than the right hand the ball in the yaka. And left hand yaka is more dangerous than the right hand yaka. And most of these guys need to work on that instead of just trying to bowl short ball or something like that. Work on those things that will get your wicket. Yeah, anything to add? So you... I, I, I think that uh, yeah, Virgil is, is right. And the, the other shortcomings of these bowlers is that they are not varying their pace they're not varying their pitch they're not varying the you know the, the deliveries that they're putting down it's it's almost straight up and down and they're just not but again i'm going to say the hard surface play wicket in the caribbean tend to yeah. perhaps make bowlers do things that uh, are not really what they would do on another surface but it shows up when you go to places like india sorry, England and New Zealand and Australia, where the wicket tends to be more on the green side, then they just yeah. don't know how to use that because they haven't... We have Simon with us. Yeah. We have Simon with us now. And yeah. we we got to go to to hook up with Lawrence at, 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 okay. at 8 o'clock. So, Simon, good evening yeah. to you. Welcome to the... Good evening to you. I was on for about 10 minutes, but I said, oh, yeah. uh, you'll soon see my finger and you'll yeah, spot okay. me. How are you? And uh, good evening to all the panelists. And I'm going to tell yes. you, I want to say good evening to everyone that's there at the moment. Um, I heard Virgil and um, Mr. Patel, um, Audley, President, Ivo, mm-hmm. um, who is um, Cardinal, and all everyone, all of the panelists, and all the listeners all over the world, and I so I heard Virgil telling you how he can do the, the swing with his left arm swing bowling and all that. So that was very very interesting. I'm so happy to be back here once more with you men who know your game so well, so talented about the game and of the game almost as much as I do. 
Mm-hmm. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we are looking for a much better week this week. I want okay. everyone to be safe. Stay in your crease. Better to be six feet apart than six feet under. Yes, indeed. Why don't you give us your question? That's the only thing we can do this evening. Give us your do we have time? We could do it another time. Because yeah, I just want to hear the scores. Rounding yeah. up the scores. We can do it another time. Because oh, we so won't have, have time. Mr. I could give you a quick question, but why, why, I just why, why want why to hear the rounding of the scores before you bring on why, your Why don't we, do, we ask Dennis to do... Give us, give you the score. Dennis, why don't you do that? In the meantime, I'm going to try and... and, and, and oh, I'm sorry. Good August. Uh, Did you say the score? Oh, well, give him yes. the score, what you have so far. Uh, tell me um, how the match went, because I I um, spoke with um, Audley during the week, and he gave me a rundown, filled me in quite a lot. But I know that Virgil is right there. I called him, I said, Virgil, uh, you at the match? He said, no, but I'm listening to it. So I know he knows quite a lot about what's going on there. Okay. The West Indies score, well, in the first inning, Sri Lanka was uh, restricted to 169. Tirimani, 70. And uh, Dick Weller scored 32. With uh, Roach, 3 for 47 from 16 overs, which is a you know, very good piece of bowling. And, of course, Jason Holder, 5 for 27 in 17 overs. That is excellent performance there from uh, the West Indies first innings. The West Indies first innings, we had uh, six players who got in there, buckled down and, you know, pick up the challenge. And they fought back because the Sri Lankan bowlers bowled extremely well. And uh, a last sort of hurrah from Raheem Cornwall, 61 runs from 85 balls helped the West Indies to uh, amass 271 and the Sri Lankan were then behind by about 142 runs. They batted and what a performance that was in the second innings. To Rimani, another 70. Fernando, 91. Dan Jaya, 50. And Nisanka, a marvelous 103. And Dick Weller just missed out on the turn by 96. So Sri Lanka managed 476 in the, before being bowled out, setting the West Indies 334 runs to uh, win. Of course, West Indies got in there and they were disciplined. They got their heads down. But we have to give credit to the Sri Lankan bowlers because they were the ones who restricted the West Indies batsmen. Nevertheless, the West Indies went on to uh, thank Nikoma Bonner, who scored a uh, maiden century, 113 not out. He scored 31 in the first uh, innings, which on average, that gives him an average of almost 140-odd runs because he was out only once for the the match. Yeah, and uh, Mayer's 52. So that was it. The West Indies kind of struggled a bit. There were times when uh, we thought the Sri Lankans would push, you know, would push the button and get them out. But thanks very much to Bonner and uh, Mayer's. They held out for a what we would consider a tame draw in the long run. So 
tomorrow okay. is another Thank you so much for that rundown. And um, mm-hmm. I spoke with um, um, Audley during the week. I don't know if he's on tonight. I haven't heard him. I was saying, was. I was saying if the Sri Lankans, in my case, I would have declared earlier, put West Indies in, get about three, four wickets that evening, and put the pressure on them next day. But then they decided to bat on longer, which way lost the game. That's how I looked at it. I was but discussing that with Audley, and he said no because West Indies had four sessions to make that runs. They didn't make any four sessions. But you know, for a team to make 100 runs in a fourth innings is, 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 is very, very hard, very hard. So they, they, they batted very well to make over 400 runs. No. Oh, Sri Lanka batted extremely well, and you know, I give full credit to their, their 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 players. You know, they knew what the task was after the first innings, and they buckled down, and they did yeah. just this. Um, yeah. I I really think that um, the West Indies needed to have added another 100 runs in their first inning, because yes. then that would have really challenged the Sri Lankans. But they right, and Sri Lankans they would have to have batted longer. Uh, to make yes. that runs, because remember we were yes. leading them by 130, you said? Yes. So, um, yeah. Do you think I was right in saying that Sri Lanka should declare earlier and put West Indies in earlier and have a go at them, have about three or four wickets that night, and then next day they can just make up? Do you think that would be a good idea? That's what no, I was discussing with Audley. I think Sri Lanka recognized that they were struggling to have a decent um, uh, performance. Yeah. And they realize that with the West Indies capable of going the chase. This is why, if you noted, the West Indies have batted second in just about every match they've played against Sri Lanka in this particular series, regardless of whether it was one day or T20 or even the test match. The West Indies have opted to bat second all the time, and they seem to have the knack of winning the toss. So Sri Lanka recognized that if they had shortened their own innings with fewer runs on the board, they run the risk of putting the West Indies in the driving seat because they have batsmen who are capable of striking the ball. And I suspect. So I think I would not agree with you on that point. But uh, certainly they have the bowlers who could challenge, but at the same time you couldn't take the chance that the West Indians would... You know, I don't know if you were on the show one evening. I asked, I asked the same question one evening. I said, um, I'll give you a scenario. Uh, we have to make 300 runs in, in a day, in six and a half hours, yes. 300 runs to win. When you send your men in 11 o'clock that morning, you will tell them you want us to make the 300 runs or you want us to play for a draw. What would you tell them? No, I, I, I would never go in and tell them with that time to play for a draw. I would say go in and look at the bowling. If the bowling is as good as the Sri Lankans bowled against uh, the West Indies, then there is no point even attempting it. But at yeah. the same time, we have to remember that you are a batsman. You've got um, talent. You've got skills. So yeah. if the ball is there, then take the game to um, to, to the opponent. But one thing yeah. I fault the West Indies for, um, Simon, is that they yes. didn't look to push the single often enough. They yes. were quite content to push back 
and hold on as if they were trying to save a match rather than bat with the idea that I'm going to push for the single and see if I can challenge them to make mistakes. And they didn't do that. And that's why I... I, 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 that's where I get I you. The West. And, mm-hmm. and the next hard question for you is, because um, mm-hmm. you know the game so well, do you think West Indies could have won that test? Yes. You, do you think yes, they could have won it? When they went in, I thought, yes, they had a good chance. But the Sri Lankans took that away from them by virtue of bowling tight. And the spin bowlers made sure that they were pitching on a line and length, and the West Indian then suddenly realized that, look, this isn't going to be easy. So they (laughs) shut up shop. They shut up shop because when you look, everything, the head was over the ball, and the pitch and the bat was angled. They were not taking any chances. But... Because it's a two-match series, they were probably thinking about their own ability to make the side next selection process. So I think that's what happened there. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for that explanation. Because I was saying, I said to my men, look, we are going in, if we have 90 runs at lunchtime, 90 for two, I'll tell my men, go for the runs, Go go for the win. If you are struggling at 95 for four, I say shut up shop and play for a draw. But let's go back a little bit now. You know, we can't talk about things that happened years ago when we had talented players like you. (laughs) Uh, Do you think if we had good players like Greenwich and Rowe and Lloyd, we could have knocked off 300 easy? Uh, Yes, but you have to remember, um, Simon, it depends on the bowling. And I really think that Sri Lankan came here with a good army of spin bowlers. They yeah, know that's resting his downfall. You know, when they I was in, they... in England, they tell us all the yeah. time, the only two West Indians who can play very good spin, one was Carl Hooper, and the other one was Shiv, Shiv Chandapal. They were the best yeah, players yeah. of spin. Yeah, you know? spin but um, yeah. our players, they can play fast bowling very good. But they don't have the patience with the spin. Like when yeah. Roe was on the yeah. other night and I was asking him, I said, would you prefer to play spin or fast bowling? He said to me straight out, Simon, I want the ball to come to me. I don't want to be going through the ball. So oh, that's yeah. what his answer. Most West Indians have that idea. They prefer to play the fast bowling. You know, I played yeah. for my club in Middlesex. I was number two batsman. You know, it's a whole lot of fast bowling. But I was much yeah. prefer to play the spin, you know, but... No, that's how it is. But, um, you know, I'm not going to criticize them. They played oh, well. Mm-hmm. Sri Lanka played very, very well to make 400 runs in a second innings. That's a very, very good oh. score. Very hard to do. Without a doubt. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it's up to the West Indies to recognize their strong points as yes. well as their weak, weak points. And then right. when we occasion demands it, they should be able to move their game based yeah. on what they perceive as their strong points. And I would not go out there and tell them at 11 o'clock in the morning, go for the win. And no. certainly when you say, <laughs> go, go, go out there and play yeah. for us, play your match, and yes. not put pressure. You see, you tell them, go out there for the win, you put pressure on them, and you see rush shot. You tell them, go and out they get out, right. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's hear what the other panelists have to say about it. Virgil especially. Virgil, you heard us? Oh, he's very quiet. Sorry, I didn't I didn't get to hear that one. No, I was saying to you, do you think that West Indies could have won that match? I was saying to uh, my buddy there. Dennis. Dennis. You think they could have won? No, anything is possible. But you were saying if Sri Lanka had de- um, declared earlier, Sri Lanka would not take the chance because if you get, give West Indies an extra session, a couple extra session the day before and have an extra day, yeah, I think as long as these Batman stayed here, they, they were probably able to knock off that run. So if yeah. Sri Lanka think, I think did the best thing, but I mean, it it it, it possible that could have happened. West Indies could have hit off that run, but they were. Yeah. In it both safe both ways. Yeah, and I was saying to him a while ago too. You think if we had those, uh, well, I wouldn't say uh, talented players like Roe and um, Kanai and Butcher, do you think we could knock off 300 runs in a day? Yes, of course, man. Okay, okay. No, I just wanted to know from you men who know the game much more than I do. That was my thinking, you know. That was my thinking. Because I remember when West Indies scored 418 in Antigua against Australia, that was an impossible task. I didn't think West Indies could ever do it. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't think West Indies could make 400 runs in, uh, in the second innings. But they did it, you know. You know, I... Yes, because we're unfortunately we're not going to have Ro with us this evening, so we'll just have to continue with our show. We're not going to have him with this evening again, so... We will con- just continue. So, Simon, when you guys are finished, we have a question from the panelists. So, go right ahead and answer. Go ahead with what you were saying, and then at the end of it, we'll ask you. No, a I was just from, talking with like, um with um Virgil, Dennis, and I was with Virgil. I said, Dennis. if um Sri Lanka did declare earlier, put Westies in, get about four wickets the day before, put pressure on them, they could have won the match, but then they wouldn't take that chance either, you know, because West Indies could go in and, and win the match. They could go in the next day and still play, make 300 runs. You know, cricket is such an, you know, unpredictable game, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was saying to you during the week, I was teaching my granddaughters about the game. He said, uh, Papi, I love this cricket so much. I said, well, that's our national game. I've been following since I'm three years old. And I said, you know, in cricket, one man can make 400 runs. And the next day, 11 men can't make 100. They said, how is that, puppy? I said, that's how the game is played, you know? Okay. Now, Hold your thoughts there because we have, we are being joined by JT. Okay. Jatsna, good evening, Jatsna. How are you doing? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Nothing much. Good evening, everybody. Uh, we're going to start uh, youth cricket uh, coaching coming week. And a good evening to you as well. Thank you, sir. This is Simon here in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have you have a vacancy for, for young people like myself? <laughs> sure, come on in. Yes, sir. Come on in. You're most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love we, to have we you Yes, we are okay. We are fine and even finer that you have now joined the, the panel. So, yeah, have a wonderful evening and enjoy the rest of the evening show. Simon. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you. We have JT with us. I'm going to ask you to name a, a cricket ground in Australia, one in New Zealand, one in Antigua, one in Jamaica, and one in Guyana. Just name a cricket ground. Oh, you, you, uh, you're talking with me, Mr. President? Yes, that's the question this evening. Just name a cricket ground in Australia. Okay, well, I'll give you, I'll give you Australia yes, first. Yeah, I could ahead. give you Australia first. The cricket ground in Australia that I know is called the Gabba. That's in Australia. I don't know oh, which province it is, but I always hear about the Gabba in Australia. Is okay, it in I Western could Australia give you a cricket ground in, in Sydney? Uh, okay, okay. I didn't know which town it was, but I know there's no. a, a cricket ground there. Yeah. Okay, that's in Australia. Question. Which other country mm-hmm. you want me to give you? New Zealand, West Indies, and um, I, did I say England? Yeah, you will say Lord, so I don't give you West Indies. <laughs> so West Indies. I, I could also then, say I could also say Edgbaston too, because um, mm-hmm. your, your your buddy there would know where Edgbaston is. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and we could also where my brother lives, Old Trafford. That's where my brother lives. He can walk to the cricket ground in 20 minutes. He oh, lives nice. in Manchester. Oh, Manchester. Well, uh, he is a mm-hmm. fanatic about cricket. When they're playing cricket in Australia, he doesn't sleep all night. <laughs> have you no, ever been to Lord? They love have the you game. Been to Lord? They, they, my been my to family Lord? always loved it. That's how I get so much involved in it. Because mm-hmm. I was about three, four years old. My mother said, come on, kids, come on inside. It's getting dark. When I come inside, they'll, my father and my brothers and sisters listen to cricket. I said, how are they playing cricket in Australia? Simon, 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 why are you straining for my questions? I asked you. I, okay, <laughs> I gave you the Gabba. Yes. And I gave you Edgbaston in England. Yes. And I'll give you uh, Coolidge in Antigua. Okay, and I'll give you Sabina Park in Jamaica. Did you say Jamaica? But I'll give you that one. New too. Zealand. Good the one I want you to name is in New Zealand. Okay, then. That's the one that you got me stumped there on, New Zealand. That's the one I didn't know. I have to be honest with you. You know, you know, you, you heard Basin? No. I, I know the plane Wellington, but I don't know the name of the ground. Okay. Uh, Virgil, you know, you know ground in, um, in, in New Zealand? Mm, I was watching the game today, and I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> watching the replay right. today. Um, not often, no. Okay, okay. How about you? So, so I, I learned something tonight then. Dennis, you know? Does this ground, the one with the name Park in it? No. Like said, like said on Park? Did, did, no, Oval, Oval. It's an Oval, no, no, then I, I, well, I well, can only think of Wellington. I can't think of any other... Yeah. Um, well, Jet, no, yeah, I know Jet, the town Wellington, but I don't know the name of the ground. Jatin, tell us. Tell us. You know the one, Basin? Uh, Auckland is a big one. Eden Park. Eden Park. Eden Eden Park. And what about the Oval? What's the one? Is the Basin Oval? Basin Oval is in Hobart, Australia, which is a northern island of Australia, something like that. The other one is uh, uh, what do we call uh, uh, Nelson Park in Napier. That's in New Zealand. That's another big ground. Mm-hmm. And the only third one I know is uh, 
I believe it's a town. I forgot the town name. But that's a bay oval, they call it. They have two grounds back-to-back in that one area. And mm-hmm. they okay. usually put a lot of national tournaments. Or they, and then there's a one uh, in the Dunedin, it's called a simple name, University Oval. University Oval. Okay, now you know, now you know at least a couple more cities. So Yes, yes. Thank you so much. That's my reason for coming on the show, to learn from you men who know the game so well. I think I recall Basin Reserve is also a one of the Yeah, Basin Reserve or some, but they don't use anymore now because they... Oh, they, they, uh, played the day. they played one the other day in the Basin over. No, I, I don't, so last yeah. time they believe the yeah. Basin Reserve was used way back 15, 20 years back because after that, they built a new ground, something with the town name Wellington, some ground like that. They played it the other night. Okay. I was watching it. I was watching the match in the basement over. I'm watching it. Okay. But Audley's back. Audley's back. Audley, any thoughts that you have in mind? We talked about a cricket ground. And... Yeah, what, yeah. What, what, about, what, what about the one in Trelawney? Well, that, that's a, the Trelawney Stadium. That, that's a yes. multi-purpose thing they want to use with track and uh, and everything. <laughs> yeah, that was built for, for World Cup cricket when it was held in the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the, the second the second one uh, usually is the one in Montego Bay, the Jarrett Park. Jarrett you Park. Have, we have, um, yeah, you have Sabina Park and you have Jarrett Park, what knowledge um, regional games when it's not played in um, at the Sabina Park, it will be played at Jarrett Park, and yes. that's that's a ground that, that um, they also played um, soccer, football. Mm-hmm. So, I joke about yeah. Sabina Park. When I landed in Jamaica, and went to Sabina Park. That place was like a billiard billiard table, man. The grass was green and it was level. I say recreation grounds take out <laughs> because that was a good, good ground. And of course, going to Lords, Simon, man, a friend of mine, he bowed down and kissed the earth. <laughs> I said, <"Well, laughs> no, that's a true story. He, he took down on his knees and kissed the earth like he scored a century. But anyway, yes. Yes. let's move yes. on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's. Did anybody mention that Sachin Tendulkar has uh, the coronavirus? COVID, yes. yeah, I, I, I along with about one of the Ephraim, Ephraim brothers, one of the Patan brothers as well. Yeah, because of the, the tournament they, they had, you know, of course, he captained, he captained England, uh, India to, to, to mm-hmm. the victory. They, what it was something like a roadside, road safety competition. I mean, guys, yes. if, if you if you have missed those, some of those, you have really missed some. When you look at Laura, uh, Ridley Jacobs, like he hasn't lost anything at all. And mo- most most of the players, I mean, they, they like they were still they were they were they were not away from the game at all. You probably think, wow, here's something else. You probably think, right? So you know, well, you, well, if, if you can look up in the archives, my friend. Tino, Tino Best, anything? Tino Best, what yeah, you think? They say he was bleeding run. They say was yeah, I, I didn't have to say Tina, Tina Bowling because um, sometimes mm-hmm. when it's being played, uh, I wasn't at home. 
But sometimes I catch some of the highlights, you know. And um, you would know that those guys were away from cricket at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jetin, what do you have in store for us? We we never hear you mention anything about New Zealand against them. Is it Bangladesh? Mm-hmm. Not much because that series looks like a one-sided. New Zealand is on uh, winning stride as always when they play home. If they are the tough competitor for any visiting team, doesn't matter who visits there. And uh, Bangladesh is going through some uh, rough times, basically, because they don't have a couple of players who can uh, compete with the experience. And uh, it should be like uh, not much attention going on while they have a couple of good series is on the schedule. One is the India-England, which is just got off now. And uh, some eyes are still focusing on West Indies and Sri Lanka series, which is... Uh, um, getting more attention than uh, people can talk about New Zealand and uh, Bangladesh one. And now uh, it looks like in a, in a matter of week or two, all the momentum and the attention will be shifting towards the next IPL. 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 <laughs> By IPL. the way, IPL made a lot of changes. Let me update on IPL. Go ahead. Go ahead. There yeah. is a couple of new things are implemented in terms of the decision making. Uh, the first biggest surprise is they are uh, removing the soft signal by empire from field when they go for the TV review. When oh, they go that's for not the a TV surprise. Review, that, that, that's yeah. I heard. I, so they I don't. Heard, ready today too. Ready today. Not only that, but they they want to get it. Oh, period. Oh. Exactly. Yes, not, not only that, I was always mm-hmm. in argument on that one. Why you are going back to NCMPI's call? You are equipped. There's a couple of reasons. I posted that note in America's Cricket Coaches a group openly mm-hmm. that third empire is in the best position to make the right decision. Think about it. This person has the extra time to review the technology over and over if needed. That's one of the biggest things. Number two, he is not a time constraint. He can take some extra time if needed. Field empires don't. So that's the beauty. Uh, going further, I will say, thing is going on talking about this cricket here and there. And I believe that the, after the TV review, they're supposed to declare a decision what the third empire believe, and that's supposed to stay. The reason for that, it's a common sense. I listen to a lot of fans and people who are watching TV or watching the game from outside without much knowledge as empire or coach. They are completely confused. Here's the situation. There is a decision given on the field which is not accepted or convinced by either party, whether he was feeling, now you are going for a third empire to review. After the review, does it make sense if the person says it's empire's call? So what's the point of this third review then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the other way. They could have said the other way, hey, this is my decision, similar to the field empire. That can avoid the conflict. But the word they are using, empire's call, is a so now they are removing that one in IPL. There is a few things also coming up. Uh, 
So we got the soft signal is going out. Empire's call will not be. It will be final decision coming from upstairs. And there is a third thing is going to happen in uh, probably Ahmedabad. I have not the confirmed message yet, but this third empire will be automatically counting the balls on the scoreboard with the voice now. So technically, empire don't need to count six balls. Mm. <laughs> they they can say thirteen over completed thirteen point one thirteen point two thirteen point three. When would they call it so, in between the overs? In between the overs? No, I think after the ball is dead. After, oh, okay. After the ball is dead, and they are going to flash a screen for a, I will say maybe a second, and that should start thirteen point two. Immediate screen will read the score at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, they are ordering the me, audio. Oh. They, they are ordering the ball. Go ahead. You were saying they get rid of the, um, the soft signal. What I think they should get rid of, you see that umpire call? When they say the ball have to hit more than 50%, I think an umpire, and I believe umpire can treat by, by, by doing that. Because if I bowl, and I bowl the ball, and then the ball with a LBW and the ball with a hit the stump, and it's less than 50%, and the umpire said not out, I don't get my wicket. But if you ball, and the same identical, identical thing happened, and the umpire said that you're out, then they remain and said umpire call. So you can get four wickets by the umpire doing that, and I do the same identical thing, and I don't get no wicket. To me, as long as the ball hitting the stump, and the third umpire can say it's hitting the stump, that call should have changed and just said, you are out, whether it's hit, once it's hit, if it's not hitting, you're not out. It should not remain umpire call, because umpire can cheat by that, and I believe a lot of guys will get wicked, or some people will stay in their wicked if... I mean, you're getting wicked both ways. If I bowl the ball the same way, and you bowl the ball the same way, and the umpire said, if he said not out, and we go upstairs, and the ball hit in the wicket, it should be out. And if it's not hitting the wicket, it should not be out. And I think but, they should have given the umpire call, because you can cheat by I, that. I don't believe. I don't yeah, believe. Let, it. Me, uh-huh. let me tell you on that one. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to implement or not, but that was a heavy discussion under the IPL empires on this situation. Mm-hmm. In normal case, you know that even the ball goes very close to the bells or stump like a whisper, mm-hmm. but because of that wind effect, if the bells is off, batsman is out, period, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Because it believes that it might have a slight touch, very slight touch, but that touch is good enough to wobble the bells, and that matters as a wicket, right? So mm-hmm. why in Empire's call they are going for that ball, whether it's a 50% hitting or not? It doesn't make sense. As long mm-hmm. as the ball is touching, even a 0.01% of the ball size then should be out. Yes, and I, I believe that thing is yes, coming. I that thing is coming. We have seen lots of decision can go either way because of this 50% of the ball. I, I don't get yes. it. How do you know it's a 50% ball is hitting stumps or not? 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're using yeah. the computer, if you use, if you're using technology, you should go all the way with it. You understand? Exactly. If it's hitting, whether it's barely hitting or 50% or what, if you said out, you should be out. That's the whole bottom line. Because then you Virgin, can have Virgin. problems. Let, yeah, let's see let, let me tell you why, why this thing is happening. India will be going heavily towards now technology very soon. Just wait. Because is IPL is a, one of the prime events. World's most uh, attention gets that tournament, and they need to improve the standards. So they are implementing a lot of technical things to improve the outcome where they can convince the fans and viewers. Mm -hmm. Here is the situation. In this current series, I have seen uh, two decisions. I will say anyone can see those and will not agree. In one case, you have the two hands wide open, wide open, and ball is close to the ground, and it's given as ball is taken as a catch. It's a horrible decision, I will say. Number two, I agree 100% there was a run-out. Mm-hmm. It's been reviewed about five times, and you can clearly see the bat was on the line, but mm-hmm. I don't think it make it ground contact beyond the line, and it's still term as a not out. There are a few other decisions out there, and the uh, I believe the both side captains were a little bit vocal with the empires, a lot of things being turned down. And they learned a lot of things from the last year's IPL in uh, Dubai. And I believe they are a bit to improve the tournament, what they learned from last IPL as well as during the last year need to be improved and implemented. So I believe the better tournament is coming. But honestly, I will say it will not be just third empire. I will not be surprised if you're going to have third and fourth empire with the computers at outside the field. They're going to raise one Dennis, more empire. Dennis, you're coming. Dennis, I, you, you're trying to... I, I have a question because what I don't understand is what is happening here with this technology discussion. Because I watched for the first time, really, this series in Sri Lanka with the use of the technology. And I've noticed that each time the, uh, I, I guess that's the third umpire who's doing the discussion upstairs asking for for the movement either way. Is, is that yeah. correct? Is that the third umpire asking for it? Yes. TV umpire. He would say forward or back or so on. Now, yes. watching that type of... Um, discussion there i don't see where there's any issue because it's quite open where he's asking and he's telling and we can clearly see what's going on so i i'm not quite sure what the discussion is about the changes and the uncertainty because upstairs they seem to get it right with the technology and they come back to the umpire on field and said your decision is correct he's out or he's not out i mean can somebody explain to me what I'm missing here? Okay, here, here's the problem. Here, here the problem is that because of what they call the soft signal. When the umpire is not sure, especially we're talking about the series that's just been concluded between India and England. Yes. This, yes. The umpire is standing at the stump and the ball is somewhere almost on the <laughs> mid-wicket boundary or somewhere, somewhere there. 
and okay. the the cat was taken um where from where he's standing not even the squirrel umpire could have known whether the cat was taken or not but yes they, he gave his signal his soft signal was out and because of how the law stands now when the umpire says it's out then when it when it when it goes upstairs whenever the television umpire um does yes. the review if he yes. cannot have the whole thing um, completely included that you know the whole conclusive thing and say yes it's out if in any uncertainty he's gonna say look it's not you know they're not um it's not conclusive so therefore he cannot make a decision on it and that is what his hands are really tied according to the law how it is right, right. now so so okay. he has to go back to the unfield umpire who already gave the south signal as out but we are at home watching, and I saw the one Mr. Patel is talking about. I was watching it. And that ball, the, the, the man's hand was not under the ball. When the ball mm-hmm. jumped again, one finger, one finger was under the ball when it jumped back in his hand. And, so, uh, and, and because of that, he's saying he, 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 he could not make up his mind. And he went mm-hmm. back to the anfield umpire and he was given out. When the ball, the ball actually hit the ground. So can you where that well, if well if you could see that from the home screen replay replay why was, exactly. why was the why was the third umpire in such a pickle it just means I, that you need a different third umpire Dennis yeah hold on hold on one yes. second let me explain to you this bullshit now here I can yes. tell you if you look at his both hands wide open he can even catch a small size watermelon how you yes. can say he has a fingers under the ball tell me <laughs> it's enough pictures out there on uh, internet i can even oh, send yeah. you the clip if you need yeah. it but, the palms no. are wide open there is a huge gap between the two hands how you can convince that this person had a finger under the ball but is that what the, the third umpire in the screen said that he had his finger under the ball? No, no, no he said well, it was inconclusive. He wasn't sure, wasn't right. He wasn't sure. Inconclusive, so well, he can't make a decision. Inconclusive, yes. But, but is the umpire not looking at the same um, sequence of yes. events that you were seeing at home? <laughs> he I did. Suggest that he would change his glasses. So, I, I would suggest that he would change his glasses. <laughs> So I can tell you, this is the, this is the hot topic. I already, I already set the fire for the yeah. some of the firing groups. And uh, I clearly told them that cricket has still this nonsense going on for a long time. For example, I'm coming from soccer world. Every year when you're trying to renew a license, there is a fitness test. There is a physical test test, the medical test, and both need to be compatible in order to take the field. What these cricket umpires to have, what sort of test they need to be umpires, none. I will say, with this growing technology, with the intensity of the game, the quickness in T20, this will have some sort of standard where the umpire must have, let's say, 2020 vision test, Mm-hmm. Some hearing and vision uh, uh, test as well as the fitness test, your mental test, 
because sometimes you are performing under the high pressure, right? For today's game, the ball was, the decision was going towards the last two balls, 12 runs needed. It's a huge mental, psychological pressure. Does this empire is willing to... I'm not talking about this existing empire, but they need to have some sort of standard, some sort of testing before they put in a big arena. But the question is, Jatin, are you talking about the on-field umpire or the third umpire? Because the question to me, the question to me is that if the on-field umpire isn't sure and it goes upstairs then the decision really ought to be the one upstairs because he has the technology to look at this thing exactly. carefully. So that is what, that is he what should look. we are trying to say, that even that third empire, even that third empire, I will say, make sure that person is without glasses. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because this thing you can see with the bare eyes, right? Even on the field, I believe... Even the wicketkeeper can see that with these wide-open hands, there is no way he can have a finger under the ball. Period. This, this sounds to me the like... The leg, about... leg empire was about 25 yards from the incident. How come he cannot what? see? And, and, and Jensen, it took a, a long time going backward and forward and said, so I don't know who in heaven... They couldn't see that ball on the ground. When it stopped the frame, the ball was resting on the ground. Right? And, and, but, you know, things like this have to happen, that, that the, um, changes are implemented. And that is why the IPL right now has untangled that web where that is concerned by not you allowing the umpire to give us our signal. Things like these happen in a big international game where the world, millions of people are focusing on, uh, on the game. So that is how changes are implemented. And it happened at the right time. But- and no, you see something getting... like that, the benefit of the doubt, even though the umpress, the immigrant was soft signal, or the benefit of the doubt should have goes to the Batman. Because now you go to the third umpire, and he have the camera, he can replay, he can slow down, and he cannot come out and say, look, this was confirmed that he took the catch. If he said this was but... confirmed he took the catch, then he says, oh, but if he cannot say for sure to say that he's out, the Batman, the Batman should get the benefit of the doubt. And the other thing, um, Dennis, the other, yes. the other issue that they have with the umpire call. Now, I'm bowling. Okay, I bowl the yes. ball to Audley. Wrap him on the pad for LBW. I appeal. The umpire said out. Now, Audley review. And they go upstairs. And yes. the ball is hitting, like, maybe 10% of the ball hit the stump. Now the umpire, out. But the umpire says out, he give him out. Now you balling now, you balling to Mr. Patel now. Okay? You appeal for LBW, the umpire said not out. And, when they, and then you challenge it and you go upstairs. Now the ball is hitting even 20% of the stump. And because of the umpire said not out, you cannot get a wicket, which I think is wrong. Because long as the, because here now, I bowl the same ball and hit 10%. And now you bowl the ball and hit 20% of the wicket. And because the umpire said not out, you cannot get the wicket. Which I think that should change using the technology as long as the ball hitting the stump. Whether the umpire said out or not out and you challenge it and it goes up and you show that it's hitting the stump, you should be just slightly yeah. out. I and you don't have a Virgil, Virgil, I, 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 I feel as the 
the, the IPL has just taken the first step. So it's on its way out, believe it or not. It's on its way out. And this is... No, he's not talking about the Hurdle. He's talking about the soft yeah, signal. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that, yeah, wait, 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 that is it. That, that's, that's part of it. So I've... I've, uh, I've uh, and Mr. Potter said they are discussing that too. And I've discussed it time sure. and Leon too on this program time and time again about that soft signal and that you know yeah. umpires can really that that's one way that umpires can cheat. You, you can you can fix the match that way. They can fix the match that way without even being considered anything like that happening. So once they are taking that tool away, the soft signal away from the umpire, leave it completely or uh, as Coley puts it, you know, there should be a, a, another signal the umpire can say, look, I'm not clear. So from I'm not clear, it, it, you decide uh, it, it, the yeah. television umpire. Yes. So, Oddly. Question. Yes. Question. Yes. No, wait, before, before we go, I, I just want to, just to let the listeners who joined us late, our thoughts about the, the um, postponement of the, West Indies Cricket Board annual general meeting, which will be held on April the 11th at 10. And the reason for that is that two, they didn't have a quorum. Two board members or two territories or two countries did not appear at that meeting. They didn't have nine votes. They only had eight. So, oddly, quick, give us your thoughts on that. What you thought would, would have been... Uh, your your opinion about the non-showing of those two um, delegates from Barbados and from Guyana. I don't know the circumstances surrounding the you know the absence, but in in a time when we uh, everybody is up with the technology now, you don't have to be in a in a in a, a room physically again to have a meet. I understand something you want to keep private, but if you're gonna have a a private Zoom. You just give the numbers to um, to enter the Zoom to to the people who you want to be and uh, uh, um, in that meeting. So uh, look, I, I don't know the circumstance. As I said before, I don't know if they, they don't want to have a Zoom meeting. But with the, with COVID, what is going on? A lot of things that we didn't think could happen is now the norm. It is now the norm. A lot of people are staying home. And, uh, and you're in church, first time is like, oh, dear you to have online service. Oh, okay, if you don't, if, if something happens, you can't go to church for one day, you could watch it. But then COVID said so you can have, because of that, you have virtual church and you have a, you have a whole congregation and more people would never come in church too. So the same thing should apply to a meeting, uh, uh, something like that they're having. Um, set, set it up virtual and if, the, if it can happen, well, the person would have our person's who did not show would have to have a very very good explanation for 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 for, for the non-show, and um, okay. at least uh, we should hear uh, just, about it. Just, just to add some more information because mm-hmm. there was an emergency meeting held afterwards, and one of or two of the four delegates that were missing showed up and participated. So is it a, is, it is a matter of just being late, maybe because you know, sometimes there are circumstances beyond your control, and, and and I'm quite sure that should have been publicized if that was the case. So, uh, for my as you know, it was virtual. It was virtual. Okay. Oh, okay. It was virtual, that's, so that's it, it, there's no need for unless unless there was some technical difficulty which prevented them, but there was a no show. That that could have been. That could have been. We know how it is with technology, right? Um, 
there was no technical technical difficulty. It was a deliberate. No, oh, none oh, of no. Oh no. Oh so no. That, that, that's bad. Your opinion as, as to what you thought should have been an action that the Westerns Cricket Board should take for those people who, yes. who missed. If if it has done deliberately, if it has done. If it was done deliberately, I, I think some action will be taken against them. Seeing that we know that uh, an election is supposed to be, you know, upcoming, uh, you know, near. Uh, why, why, why should why should they do that? Um, there's some apology or, or some action to be taken against um, such members. Okay. All right. But, but what action? What action would you sanction? I I don't I don't know I I, I they they got to be they got to be something I mean uh, uh, maybe they could be they, they could be um, reprimanded um, publicly uh, uh, or to, if they can brought to the ethics if committee for sanction to work you have to have a clear cut decision and in this situation because it's a meeting of delegates. It's almost mm-hmm. impossible for you to sanction him without saying to the group, the body of Guyana and Barbados, since they failed to show, we are no longer recognizing these individuals as your representative. But then you're forcing them to change their delegates. So the question is, there's not much you can do other than change your bylaws to say that in the event of so and so happening, then this that's, is the that's action a good point. We take. That's a very good point. That's a very good you know, point. Unless you, unless you change the bylaws, but, you but the point, the point you, you guys have to consider whether it was sanctioned. Their non-appearance was sanctioned by their boards. Well, it could be we don't know at this point. You see, we don't know that yet. We don't know if the, it was the, an individual decision. The, or the board, and you can't punish the board the, if the plot, they're dedicated to the plot. The plot thickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are some scenarios there. Yeah. What's wrong with the individual saying to the board, the committee, the group, look, I was ready to go, poised to go on, and then I fell ill. You cannot prove <laughs> it because it's a Zoom conference. So you have no choice, really, but to... Um, Say in the bylaws, in the event of so and so not being able to, then he must have a second person. I like that. You know, and that second person can submit. You know, can fill in. And this is where the the board needs to make sure they change their constitution so that something like this does not happen again, simply because somebody wants to play a little bit of politics or get their ego bruised. It's what may or may not have happened. So that, that's how I see it. Simon, are you with us? Yes, I'm Simon, listening. I'm listening. Are you understanding I'm what listening. happened? You're understanding what yes, happened? Yes, I heard what you okay. said. So what you, I'm I, just you. This, I just do this so that you can, you can understand what is going on. Okay. So yes, I heard that you said on. two delegates Any, didn't anything? show up mm-hmm. from Guyana and Barbados. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm listening yes. to you. Mm-hmm. So... Jayton, you, you, as you were saying, you wanted to bring another point from outer India. What about Sachin Tendulkar? You, you think that he is, he's going to be okay, t- well taken care of? He'll be all right. His wife is a doctor by profession, so he'll be fine. Okay. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. 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 
and the IPL will go on without without anything. Can can anybody suggest who is going to be the winner of the world championship? There are a lot of fans in India, but do you think New Zealand is overdue to win something? <laughs> well, yeah. In when it comes, not to in it, India. Your guess is as good as not mine. Not in India. <laughs> no, it's you're, not you're, in you're India. Get... The one it's in England. England. In England, and Lord, it, it, it's not going to oh, be at Lord. Lord. Okay. Okay. It's, it's not going to be at Lodge again um, because it's going to be changed. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, yep. the, the, the venue has been changed, but it, but it's going to so, still going to be in England. Yes. Where they going? Old Trafford or Edge? Edge no, no, Sand Bell something. It's towards the Cardiff. In Wales, near Wales. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't remember the name, but but I know it's. I so know west, it's, west, it's of, west of West of London. Yeah, West of London. I know that one. And of course, oh, you know, you know, you know. Is, I'm, I'm, is it going to be a virtual thing too? Or people are going to be allowed to go in, but unlimited. Um, I think they did say they're going to allow um, some like fifty percent of the spectators, you know, the capacity coming. Um, but then th- this whole thing is it, it, it continues to change. Today's one thing, tomorrow, um, because of um. You know, listen to the result. How much? How much? How many more people contacted the virus? So they could push it back again. Um, see what is happening. You know, we're, we're talking about um, um, New York. Well, New York, everything turned over because the, the, the governor that everybody was praising, find that he was hiding numbers and all kind of stuff. And um, right now, New York and New Jersey once again is number one and number two in the corona infection. And, you know, everything was coming under control. Now, again, they are number one and number two. So this thing continues to change. So what they're saying today could mean something else tomorrow. Audley, any, any changes for the West Indies team for starting tomorrow? Uh, Your no, opinion? Um, no, in my, in my opinion, I, I, I don't, see, I don't need, need any change. I was listening while I was, while I was coming on. I, I heard um, um, Virgil and... You know, saying you replace um, the opener with with, with um, no, no, no. I am the one oh, I okay. replace Cam. No, no. Somebody has said you replace Campbell, bring in Bravo, uh, or one of them, and then uh, use Banner to open. No, how, why would you want to use? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why would why? Okay, okay. I understand. So I, I, I. Why would you want to? change a guy who's playing in his third match. He has done very well where he's batting. Why would you want to change the whole the whole thing now to put put him up at, at the, I know sometimes it, it almost feels like an opener when you when when, when the, the batsman uh, one of the opening batsmen out for one or two but in the meantime that same batsman could be there facing uh, 20, 30 because, balls. You ask the so, question. You ask the question. I say because I feel safer with him opening than than, than Campbell. The the whole thing about it is that um, simple simple put. If 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 Bonner was if Bonner was a guy who has a you know bulk of experience, have playing in his twenty at this you know playing in his twenty fifth, twenty sixth you know, matches so to speak, I I would look at him and have a record and say, well he he has batted well here. And he has batted well there a situation. So let us move him up. But he's still young, still finding his footing. And as you mentioned earlier in the program, the, the, the first West Indian 
to, to, to bat all day for a very long time. I mean, brought home the, the, the match for us, so to speak, by drawing it. You know, you, well, it, it's like a win, you know, because when the Sri Lankans, the, the tails were up and, and, and the guys stayed there and, and batted for all this time and not out. And then the very next match, you're going to say, okay, you've been doing so good. I'm going to ask you to open. I, 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 w- I wouldn't do that. Let him stay yeah, right okay, Difference of opinion, but the point is, yes, but the, we're, we're more we're, secure with him, yeah, back in here than, 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 than uh, Campbell right Campbell. now. Campbell is right, is, is and every the, ball, the, the, the and, and not only Campbell, the captain, too. The captain's still not the, so secure. In, in we this, need a solid pair opening batsman, and in, you know, in, I, in this instant, Leon. In this instant, mm. Leon, I have to go with I have to I have to go with Brathwaite. I know, I know um, that he because after after Sri Lanka was bowled out and we went into bat, um, the way the guys were bowling, the whole thing is that forget about the win. We are not going to win the match. Um, go out there and see what happened. And when 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 they were bowling so good, it, the, the main question was now forget about the run. We are dealing with occupation of the crease. And that is exactly it. So he, the long time he stayed out there to make a few runs, this time it was very valuable in, this, in the last inning because it killed a lot of time that the Sri Lankan would have had you know, somebody to, to, to bowl against. And so he, he, I think, on this occasion did his part by staying there for a long time to make his run, his contribution, and then give us um, better opportunity for, to, to bat out the, 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 the 90 overs the, the, the following day. So uh, I, on this one, I would, have, I would have to go with him. But uh, on a whole, then, yes, um, we, we have to remember one, one year when there was, the ICC was choosing the test cricketer, the test team of the year. Um, Brassett was the only West Indian who selected them, but he did well that year, you know? He, he did well that year. Okay. Gentlemen, we are coming to almost the end. Let's give Simon a, a, a last push. Simon, any questions on your mind before we go? Quickly, Simon. I want to ask you, talented men and ladies, one quick question. Uh, do you think that the captain said to his men, I want you to play for a draw. Don't go for any runs. Play for a draw. Do you think he said that? He said, just play your normal bat and see how it comes out. What do you think he said to them? Let me answer you first. I, I can't think for the captain. I don't, know, I don't know what the captain says. I'm not going to go into his head. I was the captain. I'm going to say to the guys, look, guys, um, we did this in, in, in Bangladesh. And now let us go out there and play positive cricket. We try to play positive. And um, let's see what happened the first hour or by lunch. And then we decide what we're going to do from there. Uh, so that's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Audley. I, I, I think because when, when, when Mayors got out and Blackwood got out, I thought the chase was off then. I think in, when they started the day, I felt they, they feel they could, they could do it. But when they, those yeah. two key batsmen lost the wicket, I think the chase was off then. And um, Bonner, Bonner did the anchor role and he did it magnificently. And someday, if not now, if not tomorrow, you're going to open for us I'll tell you. Gentlemen, yes, gentlemen, you know, the, 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 um, the thing that stands out in that second innings of the West Indies, 
Um, Brethwaite faced 124 balls for 23 runs. Mm -hmm. Bonner faced 274 balls for 113. And Mayers faced 113 balls for 52. So Mm -hmm. it seems to me that they went out there not with the intention of looking for runs, but the intention of occupying the crease. Too many balls were dot balls in those innings for you to think that they wanted to win the match. They were being very careful about their selection for the next test series. Well, well, well the That's first night, the first night, it, obviously that they were playing to, to secure the Not to lose wicket. Not yeah, to right. lose wicket at night. So those would have meant that they would have um, absorbed a lot of dot balls. So I don't have a problem with that, but coming out of the next day, you had how many runs? Three hundred something runs. You could, they could make it, but the wicket was was still good. It often helped to, to some of the pace bowlers, and there were runs still in the wicket. So, but uh, you have to remember, it's a new captain, too, and you don't want to lose it. Doesn't matter if they were handling exactly. the country. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But your final thoughts, Simon? It's now. Ah oh, well, that was it. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You haven't let me down. You know the game so well. That's why I'm on with you every Sunday night to know, learn much more about the cricket because you know your games. I must say that. And it was a wonderful show tonight. Everything was well done, as usual. Held the team together. Mr. President, you do a great job on the show. I want everyone to have a wonderful week this week. All be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, with God's willing to have another show <laughs> from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful week, all, and be safe. Good night, all. Good night to you, Simon. Um, Virgil, come on in, and then we bring in Jats now. And Virgil, Virgil, say good night. Jats now, say good night to your friends. And good, night, every, good night, everybody. Be safe and take care, and great yes. show again. <laughs> See you okay. next week. Thank yes, you. Thank you. I just want to say right. have a good week, sir. Good night. Thanks to the members of the, the, the IPL for start to change some of these man rule and goals towards if you're going to technology and just hope they keep on going further so we can get a more even game between both sides. And to all the listeners out there and to all the members of the panelists, good night. And we will see or talk to each other again next week. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you, Mr. Jatin? Your, your, your final thoughts? Jatin, Jatin, Jatin. Come on in, Jatin. <laughs> I disappear. He's gone with the wind. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's there. How about you? There. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, Dennis, you're... Your time. Well, thank you. I want to say good night to the panelists and, of course, to our listeners, wherever they may be. And uh, I want to say it was a very spirited afternoon, despite the fact that we did not uh, have our guests as we thought we would. But the discussion was spirited, and it was, of course, back and front and back and forward. And I look forward very much to the start of the uh, the next test tomorrow, my only uh, disappointment will be after April the 2nd that we won't be able to talk about West Indies performance until next January. So 
I'm oh. deeply disappointed about that, and uh, I, I won't be. It would be a very bad summer for me, well for me, and probably for others too. Thank you all very much for your attention, and I look forward to being with you again the next time for the next show. Yes, Good night. God. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you for coming on early and pick it up with me early on. Um, oddly, your final thoughts. Sir. Yes, I'm happy I was able to. Um... Did you have an inside edge that you want to slip in between the two? Oh, okay, um, the inside edge for today. Um, uh, the man who has played the most test matches, we know, is Sachin Tendulkar. Um, but do you know who has dismissed Sachin Tendulkar the most in his um, test career? It's a man from England called James Anderson. Yeah, they played, he, he bowled to Tendulkar in 14 test matches and he dismissed him on nine occasions. James Anderson. In the inside edge. Okay. Um, yeah. So a very brief appearance. Um, but uh, you know, I, I've listened while I could as I, you know, came along the road. But um, just want to say, have a wonderful, wonderful week um, coming. Um, we, we remember we are we are not as bad with the COVID as um, earlier last year. And as I mentioned earlier in the birthday, Stafford, one of our own, was here. Saturday will be a year since he died, along with Leon's brother, died, mm-hmm. you know, that died from the COVID. So, Same yeah. So, please, please, still be careful. I've got one shot already um, of the Pfizer vaccine, and we'll be getting the other shot, God willing, next month to eat. So, um, be careful as we go. We tend to drop the guard sometimes because people are not, you know, dropping dead every day like, like how it used to be. So, please be careful. All right, so as we go, we know we all like to be loved. You know, you want to be loved. And this part for today, no love, no friendship can cross the path of our destiny without leaving some mark on it forever. So make sure that um, as we cross the path of others, there's something, some love, some loving thing that will be left there forever. God bless you. Talk to you next Sunday. Have a great day. Yeah, Ivor, if he wants to come in, I just opened the line. I saw him at the bottom there. I don't know if he wants to come in. One, two, three. Well, good evening, good evening, gentlemen. Believe it or not, it it's just something to do. You sure you don't have mm. a radar on me? You have a GPS on me? Oh. <laughs> I just stepped in the door, believe it or not. Well, folks, we'll meet you again next week for Easter. Yes, Holy Thursday coming up, so we're still in Lent, so spend the last few days of Lent um, reverently, and again, like I said, we'll do it again, even on an Easter Sunday. I listened when I could, maybe for the last 40 minutes or so when I was driving. God bless, All right. have a good weekend. Indeed, thank you, thank you so much. And gentlemen, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, God bless. Uh, see you see you on the radio next week, God's willing. Here we go out with two great fast bowlers. Welcome to Two great fast One is Virgil.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.